Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I am Griffin Gaming RPG, and we are happy to be back for another Sunday in February. And uh, it's a it's a three peach show today. Whoa, we got a subscription right out the gate. Oh my God, Gigi! Thank you, Gigi. Thanks for the resub. Woohoo! Thank you. That's awesome. Thanks for the motivation. Um, Good to see everybody here. I'm here with uh, two of my uh, comrades in, uh, what are we, comrades in arms, I guess you could say. Oh my God, Papa oh. Doc. <laughs> thank you, Papa, Papa Doc. Doc. Thank you. Thanks for kicking us off as well. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, we, we, my comrades in the luxury category of Star, yeah. of star Citizens. And uh, today I've got both uh, Dark Knight 75. Say hey, to DK. Hey, well, how are you doing? How you doing? This is gonna be fun. You've been doing good. You ready? Huh? I know you've been pumped. You've been talking about this for a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, we've been ready for this. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, also with me tonight, we've got uh, Jade Starwatcher is back with us. Jade, how are you? I'm feeling much better. I'm back to normal. I got my glass of champagne. I'm ready. Ooh! Oh, you! Oh, you! Oh, you go! You going that way on us today, huh? Okay. Okay. I like that idea. You're going to go with your champagne. By the way, for those of you, we want you all to know right now, let's, we need to warn them ahead of time, right? This is going to be about luxury. So we're going to be, we're going to be feeling ourselves today. Pardon the expression. Okay. So when it comes to this particular topic uh, of talking about ships and star citizen, uh, Jade, I know you and I have been talking about origin and ships since I th we always made even banter back on Paul's show back in the day yeah. about this subject, right? So uh, we're ready. We are ready. Oh, you said champagne. I, you know what? I should have got me like a glass of wine or something and sat here and did this. I wasn't. I know, you should have told me, Jay, and I could have played it up all the way. So we can't see you drinking. I, they could have seen me doing my thing. Okay. Listen, uh, um, again, thank you guys for joining us today. And hopefully you all will have a good time with us. We're going to have a lot of fun with this particular show. Cyprus, no, we are not talking about Drake ships today. I, you put that off your <laughs> list, okay? Not happening. Hell no. Not happening. Hell um, no. So let's uh, let's jump into this a little bit. Uh, Jay, let me start with you since I hit you last. What, what This subject of luxury, when you first heard about that in Star Citizen, right? This idea of touring luxury transport. What did that? It was what the first thing. Was that the first thing that I know you're into exploration and science, but what drew you specifically to this particular career? I think what drew, drew me to it was when I read the um, the brochure for the 890 jump mm. and, and the kind of gameplay, uh, you know, that might be involved with touring. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I see touring almost as an extension of exploration because, I mean, you you know, you find something amazing. Uh, there might be tourists that want to go and see that amazing thing, right? And so I, I looked at luxury and, and, and touring mm. as, you know, an interesting thing for a game where like you you could build up among npcs sort of a reputation for you know showing them that you know all the cool stuff and mm. I, I thought that was just an amazing thing because it's a game where we're you know flying around the galaxy for different reasons mm -hmm. and having mm -hmm. something where it's about not necessarily flying around to kill something or flying around to, to make a profit off of a resource but actually transporting people or building up a sort of celebrity status mm -hmm. for finding amazing things, mm -hmm. you know, and, and showing them to people. I thought that was just amazing. Okay. Okay. DK, how about you? I know you're, Jade says the 890. I know you're a big lover of the uh, 600i. So uh, yes. what, what drew you, what drew you toward luxury? 
Well, actually, it's kind of more along the touring, the touring aspect. Side? But okay. I'm, and, and the reason for that more is just because I'm, I, you know, in 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 real life, I I'm really interested in aviation. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, and I learned about jetliners and flight simulators, stuff like that. Okay. Um, and then when I think of the luxury career, I'm really thinking more really nice airline do or mm. what would a you know what is it to have a business jet you know or something like that yeah um and i can see that in aspects of star citizen in that luxury career with the different ships that we have okay, okay. um you know i've got my definition of what luxury means to me but um but that's kind of what drew me to it um okay. and as i look more into it yeah the 600 i especially the touring edition can mm-hmm. be something of a uh a really nice pleasure yacht. Okay. You know, for okay. a small group of people. Nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. I know for me, um, I never thought I'd see a game, a space game with this topic, even of transport, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know when we play Elite, I know, you know, DK, you've played Elite. There is an aspect of transporting NPC characters from one location to another in the game. Um, and I was pretty excited about it when it came out in Elite. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are missions I did enjoy doing, but it, Man, it takes a while and you got to get the right ship and a whole bunch of other things to do it. Um, and in Star Citizen, I saw there was a variety, even though there are a couple of ships in Elite to do it, but there's even more ships in this one right. that yeah. can lend itself toward doing, uh, you know, certain level of transport, right? You know, mm-hmm. now, you know, yeah, there's the, I won't pick on the there, there's that Drake side of transport, right? <laughs> <laughs> but we're not talking about that type of transport necessarily. Uh, I got some words talking, about that. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I know, yeah, we are talking about a slightly you higher level, today. yeah, higher level of service <laughs> that we're referring to today. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it for transport. Um, but again, uh, we're, we're kind of mixing a little bit of this guy. So please know that we're using these words a little bit interchangeably, but they are somewhat distinct between luxury, touring, and transport. Jade, you hit on something that I thought was pretty interesting. You know, a lot of times when we think about um, space right just like any other form of exploration there's there's this first the pioneers right the ones who first go out there to find out what's out there uh then once they get out there they start establishing uh you know wherever they're going to be right whether it's right. where they're going to work or where they're going to live but then there is this other side of it that expands into where we move from like the scientific or the military but then we move into the civilian side, right? Where civilians will take yeah. a space tour, right? Maybe just, yeah. I'm just going out there for a space tour. I'm not going out to do any particular experiment or anything like that or to shoot anybody, but I actually want to see the cosmos, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the road you were talking about, right? That there will be these, because they've talked about it like on, um, at Orison, right? The people who will take the tours for the space whales, you know, in the gaseous clouds areas. But now there's people who mm-hmm. may be able to take tours of certain systems, certain yeah. I mean, there'll be people that want to go see the um, boreal soccer on Microtech. Mm. There'll be people that want to go see the uh, old abandoned settlements in Pyro. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, when I say people, I'm also talking about eventually NPCs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it, you know, it's a total, totally different type of career, mm-hmm. and I think it's it's interesting and it's de- mm-hmm. definitely cool gameplay. Okay, very yeah. cool, very Absolutely. cool. All right, well, look, let's jump in right at the beginning here. We're going to start from the small to the large. I guess that's kind of like the easiest way that I broke these categories down on. And chat, we, of course, as always, we want to hear from you as we're going through this, uh, these different 
uh, ships and vehicles that we're going to talk about today because it's going to be a mixture of a whole lot of them. But keep in mind, we are kind of keeping this around that idea of touring, okay? Touring, luxury, transport kind of thing, okay? So let's go ahead and jump on our very first one. Um, and you get you guys' thoughts on this one. Uh, Jade, you and I have talked about this one on several occasions. The, oh, yeah. The uh, Origin X1. Uh, DK, do you own an X1? Uh, I have not purchased one yet. Are you I'm checking out this one. animation? Look at this thing. Oh, I know. Look I at know. this thing. I just haven't purchased it yet. Oh, you haven't purchased it You know, it's, it it's, the whole, it's, it's, it's the whole ground vehicle thing. So if okay. it comes back with an LTI token, you know, I got you. perhaps I got I'll pick you. it up Or, or you'll way. pick it up in game, right? Or right. you'll pick it up yeah. in game. But otherwise, up, you know, something to, to aspire to Okay. right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm digging this animation, right? I'm, mm -hmm. I'm loving them showing us how intricate this ship is. Jay, what about you? Are you an Origin X1 fan? Or are you uh, with one of the other uh, hover bike kind of things? No, this is this is my uh, this is my bike here. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I love the hover quad. Uh -huh. um, you know, the, the Nox is cool. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not going to say much about the Dragonfly, but this to me is like. This all this animation here is the coolest. It, it really feels to me like this is a, a futuristic hover bike. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is actually there was supposed to be more to this video than this. I'm, I don't know why I'd only focused in on the animation because I had a bunch of images and stuff. But I guess I must have been doing something weird. That's what happens when you multitask when you're trying to put stuff together. <laughs> but you get the general idea for this particular bike. There are several versions of it. And by the way, you there are some variants mm. of the different things that we're going to show. There is an X1 Force. There's a Racer. But we're not showing those. We're really focusing on things that are more for touring. Jade, when I saw this bike, I said perfect complement for the, at the time, the 890, 600, but DK, you already know for the 400i, right? They even have mm -hmm. a specific place mm -hmm. for this particular bike. And I love the theme and the design of it. I love the yeah. lore behind this bike. Um, it was a collaborative effort in it being created. Uh, and I know when we saw the promo, in fact, when we watched the promo for the 400 later, they actually show the X1 in that promo, which really got me excited. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I think I'm it's slick. I mean, it's like your Ducati. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks fast. Yeah. Like, it, it looks, looks like the racing like, version mm -hmm. would be like the fastest bike out, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me ask you guys a question because I because this, this has come up about this bike and not just this bike, but other ships. Do you think that it's valid? for touring luxury craft to cost more than other ships in the game when sometimes they don't necessarily offer the mechanical features. In other words, they may not have the biggest guns or the best shield or whatever, but like some people will say, well, between this and the dragonfly, they take a dragonfly, right? How do you guys feel about that? That touring and luxury is sometimes seemingly or definitely priced a little bit higher than, you know, I don't want to say regular, but other similar craft in the game. Let me go to Jade on that one first. I, th I look at it like Apple, right? So mm -hmm. you, when you buy an Apple product, quite often you're, you're buying the design mm -hmm. as much as you're buying the hardware. Mm -hmm. But if, if you're just purely about processing power and all that, maybe that's not for you, right? Okay. And so not every ship, not every vehicle is supposed to be for every person. Mm. Um, I like the aesthetics of Origin. Um, and, and some other luxury uh, vehicles. Mm -hmm. I do like, you know, kind of like the inside of the Phoenix. Right. Um, but yeah, it's not going to be for everybody. But, you know, they have these 
um, materials, which in lore, like wood is, you know, mm -hmm. a luxury material, mm -hmm. things like that, you're not going to get on a non-luxury ship. So if you want that, then you'll, you'll go for the luxury. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You feel the same way, DK, is about the, you know, the, the oh. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is a virtual game, right? Mm -hmm. uh, does that marble and that wood mean anything in a virtual game to you? For me, it, it's what I like in my, in, in my vehicles. Okay. You know, it's, you know, and like. I thought you were going to say in my real life, that's what I thought you were going to go. <laughs> no. I thought you were going to say, I've got the marble and wood all around my house no, like that. No, okay. you know, but, it, and it's. It, it really like you, Shady, you were just saying, um, it's not for everyone. You know, some mm. people will prefer to drive a Camry as opposed to a five series, mm. you know, or, or an E class, you know, mm. they, they, even if they have the means to afford it, mm -hmm. they just may not do that, mm -hmm. you know, but some people think that top of the line Camry mm -hmm. is luxury for them, you okay. know? Um, but going back to, um, you know, it's design, mm -hmm. it's the quality. The okay. design plays such a big part in it. Mm -hmm. You know, it looks like something I want to drive as mm. opposed to something I have to drive. Mm. <laughs> you know? The X1 is just beautiful. Okay. It looks, you know, it really is. Okay. All right, cool. All right, well, let's move on past the X1 and let's go from a uh, hover bike to something a little bit more vehicular with four wheels, uh, the G12. Um, DK, I'll go to you first on this one. What did you think about the G12 when you first saw it? Because we had the Tumbrel come out, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, everybody was pretty much, Tumbrel was it, right? And then all of a sudden, mm -hmm. we see this G12. What are your thoughts about that one? That is your space Land Rover. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it is sleek. It, it has, you know, it's great and well-designed, but it's got everything that you need to keep you comfortable mm -hmm. when you're going out. Okay. You know, it's it's like I've got air conditioning and I've got, you know, a space separate from, you know, uh, the cargo area. So that all the dirt doesn't come running up to the front when you stop or, mm -hmm. you know, it can, uh, you know, it can go faster over the terrain. At, and it's just awesome looking vehicle. Um, okay. I, I can't wait to drive one, but I know it'll probably get a little bit of a redesign because, you know, the, the, the size of it is probably larger than it really can be for the other vehicles but we'll see mm. um mm -hmm. but uh yeah I, I when i first saw it i was like i i need to drive one of those okay okay, <laughs> okay. jade what about whoa thrakazox thank hey, you thanks Thrakazog, for the gift this up to admiral kusanagi our moderator i'm sure he'll appreciate that thank you thank you thank you jade what about you g12 when you saw it what were your impressions i liked it like it it looks it, it looks amazing mm -hmm. and you know don't get me wrong ursa rover looks very utilitarian mm -hmm. it's kind of the, the way you expect like a rover to look mm -hmm. but th this looks like you know it could be a sports car mm -hmm. it could be you know they have the racing variant of it and as an exploration rover it it matches the whole like origin brand mm. um, I, I do hope that they don't reduce the size like if this can fit in a 600 i am good with yeah it. that's it mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. if it fits in a 600 i am good with it mm -hmm. if they need to make a, a g6 for the 400 then just make that mm -hmm. don't reduce it good nice point. idea yeah, nice I like idea like a g6. Yep. nice idea i like that i like that <laughs> hey, you know in the brochure for this they show this uh, this uh this vehicle not just in the sense of uh it, 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 matter of fact many of the shots show more of a Ro was it Raymar? Hey, thank you, Raymar. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for that sub for nine months. Wow, thank you. Um, they show this vehicle in a lot of, for lack of a better term, urban contemporary spaces mm -hmm. and environments. 
on paved roads. Uh, and so I'm wondering if that lends itself more to us thinking about when we have other locations that we can go to, such as on Seoul or Terra, when you're in New York, that this will be maybe the vehicle that you can actually drive around in those mm -hmm. cities, just as much as maybe on a lunar, you know, on a moon surface or something like that. Um, the one thing that I loved about this versus the tumbles, and those of you who have tumbles will know what I'm talking about, it's enclosed. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you you yep. have the glass, so the temperature aspect is not a factor. Where in a tumbrel, you if you're on a hot planet or cold planet, you still have to deal with the temperatures where this one is enclosed. It's a two-seater. Mm -hmm. By the way, guys, I hope you know that it has cup holders in it, just so you'll know that. Uh, it does have cup holders. It's got to um, have cup holders. Yeah. Uh, and, and to Jade's point, I, it, again, to me, it accompanies the 890 very well. It accompanies the 600 very well. And hopefully the 400, but if not, hey, we need one for the 400 too. I agree. Having the bike mm -hmm. and a vehicle in the 400 would be just stupendous as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but I love the design on it. I know a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people don't like this particular vehicle. Um, but yeah, I, I and like that's it a lot. okay. You mm -hmm. know, it, it's you know, it's not everyone like we said is yeah. akin to this kind of design. They'd rather drive the, you know that uh, that little SUV up borrowed off that little lot around the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. This is true. Raymar is asking, okay. when is the G12 coming? You know when it's coming, and I won't say when it's ready. I don't know. What I'm going to say is. It seems as if they always save the best for last. So I'm just going to put it that way, okay? <laughs> That's my attitude about the G12 and the X1. Uh, I had some people ask me, Griff, oh, man, they put the um, the uh, Consolidated Outland hover quad out before your X1. I'm like, yeah, I know, but that's okay. You know, X1's going right. to be even better, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Yep. Okay. got to get it right. Now, I'm going to throw a little loop in on here, Jade, for you. Um, and because some people will be wondering why in the world did Griff include this particular ship into this category, okay? But I'm going to go to the Aurora LX, the luxury edition, okay? <laughs> That's the OG. That's <laughs> <That's right. laughs> there you go. She knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's right. That, yep. That's right. Yeah, the leather interior, right? That, that's it. That's it. That's it. Now, what? let me ask you guys, what do you think some purposes are for flying a ship like this, though? Because, I mean, you got all these other ships. Why would you get in a Aurora LX? Is there any because good reason that you guys think to? you're getting it? Mm -hmm. It's just, okay, Aston Martin made a tiny little smart car type thing <laughs> and called it some name and sold it for about three times the price of the Toyota <laughs> it was based on. <laughs> so I, this is basically leather in a Camry. Exactly, go mom. <laughs> this is leather in a Camry. That's what it is. <laughs> to top of the line, Camry. <laughs> Jade, you know when I find this, you know what people got... want that. Some people, that's all they, that's all they can afford. So that's what they're gonna get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jade, I'm gonna tell you when I fly this, it's when I'm in my um. What's the word I want? When I'm in my dress down mode, if that makes okay. any sense, right? You know, I just want to go run somewhere. I'm not trying to impress anybody. Look at those leather seats. Look at that. Mm -hmm. How could you not want this ship with that leather seat? I, I don't understand anybody who wouldn't fly right. this ship. But I will jump in this ship in a heartbeat. And I said this last week on our show a couple of weeks ago. These ships are great because they spawn in 41 seconds, <laughs> no matter where you are. And <laughs> I'll even fly an MR once in a blue moon, but... Uh, LX, that's what I'll get in. Loved my leather seats. Loved the, that love was, what did uh, Ricardo Montalban call it? The warm Corinthian leather, right? About, I love yep. getting in there <laughs> and that leather odor is in the ship when I take off. 
Uh, but for a starter ship, and we've talked about the importance of starters, and we're going to look at a couple other ones. But starters are important. But for now, I my I'm not my ego is not so high that I won't jump into an LX of the Aurora. Uh, any other ones? We will have to talk about that. But I will jump into LX. <laughs> Do either of you all own an LX? No. 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 Okay. All right. Well, well, maybe we'll have to figure out something with the uh, never flown in Aurora authorized RSI <laughs> dealer for one of those. Then. All right. We'll we'll come back to that one later. Okay. Now let's change up a little bit to a different ship, which is often forgotten about. People don't think about this one. The P seventy two Archimedes by Kruger. Um, we know this is a P fifty two, silver edition, right? And then there's this P seventy two. Uh, and I throw this into that category of a little bit more luxury because it happens to be the accompanying ship to the RSI Phoenix. Uh, have you guys flown it? Jade, I'll go yeah. to you first. Have you flown this ship before? What do you think of I've it? I've only, only flown it in PTU doing, okay. you know, doing testing, but mm. I don't, I've never flown it. I don't, I don't own one. Ooh. Um, okay. I once had a, a uh, P-52. Okay. I flew that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually do have a P-52 from referrals, but mm-hmm. um, no, I, I, you know, it looks really nice and it looks like it, does it have wood inside? Like wood yes. panel? Yes. Okay. Oh, it's laid out yeah. inside. It's, yes. It's, luxury. It's, it's laid out inside. Absolutely. Kruger did a great job on this one. DK, what about you? I have flown the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of look at it more as a tender yes. to the, uh, you know, to the constellation, not, not so much as support for offensive mm-hmm. you know, combat. It's really more of a, if it's defensive or just searching around an area to see where we should land yeah. today, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're going to go do an archaeological dig somewhere and we need to find a place to land, take the tender out and go, go find us a good spot. You know, it's, um, I have flown around. It's it's pretty fun to fly. Yeah. You know, it's it's basically the same as the P fifty two, except what maybe a little longer. And it's a little faster, nice, nice and, interior, right? Different mm-hmm. weapons, a little faster, and there's something. Mm-hmm. And the, of course, yes, the interior design is a little bit different than than the uh, P fifty two. These yeah. ships are very fast, very mm-hmm. very fast. And what we I've used them for is scout ships. Uh, I've had them on even something like a Carrick or some other mm-hmm. ship where I go down to. I've used this before to find a good landing place or something for the larger ship that will come down to and scout it out ahead of time. But they are very, very fast. Um, wouldn't be surprised if you wanted to get on a ship like this when you are on a place like uh, Orison. Mm-hmm. And you're, oh, you yeah. know, and if you're yeah. residing in one place and your friends are residing in another, you can just jump in this thing in your apartment and just fly over to where their thing is. Uh, very, very fast ship, very well designed. As you guys know, they did do some reworks on these and tighten them up a little bit. But if you haven't flown one, they're a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. You to can fly. fit those in a lot of different ships too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> very, yeah, very and fast. It's, it's unique in that it's one of the only like uh, small like snub fighters where your cockpit sits back. Mm-hmm. You're not on the nose. You're like you know yeah back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Really, really nice ship. Economical too. I think these run. I have to look up the number real quick, but I want to say they run like around thirty. 30, mm-hmm. maybe 30 bucks is a P52 is a little bit cheaper. One's 30 and maybe 30 and 35, something weird like that, you know? Um, but yeah, if, you, if you've ever flown one of these, they're a joy to fly and a lot, a lot of fun. You I know what I would love to see, Jade? <clears throat> I would love to see, uh, and I keep, and I, I don't, I, as a matter of fact, you weren't here when I made this comment. I would love to see the folks over at Atmo start utilizing the uh, meteor, the asteroid racing area over at Grim Hex. 
Oh yeah. And I would love to yeah. see them like maybe take some like four cutlass blues, put them around certain asteroids with their lights flashing, and people have to r do some type of race around there. A race of these things or P-52s would be oh, amazing, would be let alone the racers. Yeah. The racers would be great. Even doing it with bikes would be great. Yeah. But but these ships in particular are very, they're amazingly fast. They stop on a, pretty much on a dime too. Uh, but but uh, yeah, all I can do is recommend if you guys haven't flown one of these, fly them. It'll give you a taste of luxury even if you can't afford it. I'll just leave that there. There you go. I'll just leave that there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go on to our... <laughs> <like> our, our <laughs> Next topic, our next topic. Now, that very first picture you're looking at there is the 85X in concept. That's what it looked like. And that is what it looks like now. Uh, it, 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 I'm curious just to know, Jay, cause you were around back in the 890 days before this came out. Uh, do you like the new design of it? Do you still like the old design of it? Cause the old design had a little bit more harder lines yeah. uh, than, than this one does. Right, so I, I prefer the the current design because it fits the origin aesthetic of mm -hmm. not having those hard edges, mm -hmm. you know, having a, a more like rounded off um, aesthetic. It, yeah. it fits, you know, better than the original um, angular concept. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. DK, you, you've flown an 85X? I have flown one. Okay. I, you know, the first time I flew it, I wasn't too cool with the way that that arch you know, I, mm -hmm. I, I get it that you're sitting on one side and somebody else is sitting on the other side. Kind of like the Banu Defender too, mm -hmm. where one wing feels closer to the other one just because of the side you're sitting on. So it threw me off. Mm. Um, but after flying it a, a couple more times, um, it, it started to, you know, sit cool with me. Maybe they can update the lighting with the HUDs mm -hmm. later on at some point in time, and that'll give it a little bit more definition. Mm -hmm. um, but... Uh, I, you know, like Jade said, it is definitely an origin style. I, you know, I did not actually see that, you know, until, you know, we're getting ready for the show to see that first concept. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so that was uh, interesting to see the differences between the two, like this one here. Thanks um, for the follow. Thank you for the follow. Um, but yeah, cool little, uh, you know, tender ship. Mm -hmm. You know, I get to drive around in my Porsche to go down, you know, to, uh, Ocho Rios after I parked my yacht <laughs> at the at the docks. <laughs> yeah, move move over, Argo. This is this is the actual cutest ship in the world. <laughs> no, that, that's that's an interesting point. It, it is great. It's, it's it is a coupe. That is exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. It's designed for two. It's great when you've got a friend and you want to go somewhere in style very quickly. Um, it, I haven't now. What I haven't done with the ship recently is flown it in atmosphere. Recently, I have flown it in space plenty of times, mm -hmm. but in atmosphere, in the early days, it was a real rough ride. Real rough ride. On a dream. Thank you for the follow, and also Rusty Nails. We saw you as well. Thank you for that follow. Thanks for the follow. Um, it used to, because those wings are so short, right? Mm. And I, this is before they started putting in any type of weird weather stuff. So I, it might have been just the fact that the ship just wasn't balanced right and wasn't flying well. But I, 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 now that I'm sitting here talking about it, I was like, hey, I need to take this thing out in the atmosphere and see how it flies now. But I love flying this ship. It's a great ship for you and two people to hop into. I also mm -hmm. hope, Jade, that they will make this one of those ships if you want to do the transport stuff where you just have to pick up one person and run them somewhere so that I don't have to necessarily break out something big like a Phoenix or a 600, but it's just a VIP pickup and drop off or NPC. That would be like a taxi almost. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, when they, when they put the... Uh 
transport beacons in originally, mm -hmm. I would do them with the 85X because nobody can pull a gun out yes, on you. You went where I was going. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I said this last week on the show. We couple, I said, listen, this sucker is yeah. the perfect ship for it because nobody can pull a gun on you. <laughs> so it's like a perfect ship. The other thing about it, this is the smallest ship that I think has like a, a remote turret for the co-pilot. That's mm. right. I forgot about that. That's absolutely right. I also heard, is this the smallest ship with the quantum drive or is the M50 smaller? It's yeah, smaller. It's smaller, yeah, than, it's smaller than the M50. Smaller. Yeah, 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 absolutely. With the and you can spawn this at, uh, I think you can spawn this at Outpost. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So it's, and, and of course, when we, later on, when we watch the uh, 890 trailer, we'll see that they, they show this ship is, as you mentioned, uh, DK, more of a taking it out for a joy ride kind of mm -hmm. thing, right? Uh, where maybe you wouldn't want to navigate your uh, your 890 through the asteroid belt, but you could park near the asteroid belt and then get out in the ship and just have That's fun right. zooming around. Go have stuff, fun, right? Yeah, it's like going to the canyons. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, weirdly enough, the price point for this ship is not what I would have thought. I honestly would have thought this was going to be a little bit more. I think this is like fifty dollars, if I'm not mistaken. It's right around there. If not, if, if not exactly, if somebody wants to look that up, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, but the price point for the ship is not bad. Um, I am curious, Jade, to see what this looks like when they do a gold pass on it, to see what yes. they do in the relationship, if there's any storage and other things they do to the ship. Uh, but like you said, it has a really nice design, matches out with the origin design. Uh, that first one I loved, but this one took a little bit for me to get used to. But the more I see it, the more I like it. You know, and I can't yeah. wait till we can custom paint it. That's the other oh, thing. Yeah. I can't oh, wait till we get custom paint. So it's going to be black matte. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yes, yes, it uh, does. Say. Yes, thank you for this card. $50 US. $50. Okay. Yes. I was going to say, I saw the in-game price at half a mil. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. And, and again, but it's worth it. Yeah, well, there's some people, yeah. <laughs> some people may say, well, you know, I can't carry any cargo, blah, 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 blah. But I, yeah, I have to emphasize this again. This isn't about that, right? This, right. Is, this isn't about cargo carrying or doing boxes uh, or anything like that. It's, it doesn't have a weapon slot in it or anything to put your rifles and stuff. This is literally about being able to go out and have some fun and enjoy yourself in the sure. verse, okay? Okay. Usually people with 85Xs have a, you know, a, a 400 or 300 around to do all the other duties. There you go. There you go. That's Good. right. Well, well point this well made. Just... Point well made. I mm -hmm. appreciate that. Okay. All right. We're going to step up the game a little bit here and talk about another, what we consider starter ship, the uh, 100i made by Origin. Jade, give us some thoughts on this particular ship, 100, 100i. Well, to me, this is one of the, the more innovative ships in the game due mm -hmm. to its air um, a system mm -hmm. where it can basically, you know, refuel itself. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, to me, that's the big attraction to the 100 series mm -hmm. is the adaptive intake refinery. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, we're going to be getting refueling in the game. Um, so that whole magic refueling that we have now on a lot of ships <laughs> is going to go away. But this ship, you know, you're going to be able to, to still uh, fly around. You'll have a bit more freedom with, with this. And I, I like it. I mean, I like this design of it. It's cool that it kind of short, sort of um, sort of gave us an idea what the 400i was going to look like, you know? Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I, I like when they make the design and they're hinting at future designs and that's what they did with this. Mm. Okay. DK, 100i? It's your entry-level origin ship. 
Okay. It's the one you get into, you know, when you first get out of, uh, you know, flight school and, you know, you've, you've got a little bit saved up because you were doing pretty well with the trading and stuff like that. And you're like, I'm going to treat myself to a newer, a newer car and get but, myself. But a, DK, uh, wait a minute uh, now, a wait a minute. You know that the 100i costs more than any other starter almost. Now, I shouldn't oh, say yeah. any other because, because the, no, the Nomad know, because, costs more. But I mean, yeah. of those base ones like the Mustang yeah. and the Aurora, this is this one's cost the most. Some people exactly. squabbled about that. Some people said, oh, you no, got to pay for quality. 60. Oh, is that you know, what it is? If you oh, want okay. something quality, okay. you got to pay for it. Mm. It's going to cost, you know, you know, you don't. You don't cheap. You could cheap out if you want. That's mm -hmm. all up to you. But if you want something well made with, you know, call it good, you know, good materials, well engineered, looks nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. you're gonna go up for that upper brand. It might cost you a little bit more. Okay, but hey, you got to start somewhere. Okay. And Lord, this is like the teenagers, the rich teenagers' first vehicle. Exactly. Uh, okay. This is their yeah. first car. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Dad bought this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jade, what did you think about when you first got the ship and you opened the door and you could walk up the stairs? The stairs came a, out to you. What did you think about that? I loved it. I thought it was amazing because I remember a lot of people, you know, made that point about the 300 series. Why don't they have like, you know, like an executive jet type mm -hmm. deal where you just like walk up into it? And mm -hmm. um, I guess, you know, CIG heard that and they made the 100i. Yeah. Yeah. Now for me, one of the benefits to that is, is literally speed because you don't have to wait on an animation where a lot yeah. of other ships, when you're doing entry and exit, you do have to wait on an animation. In fact, you, and CIG needs, I'm sure they will do this later, but I hope that they will. You can't break the animation either, which is which can be a problem. Uh, how many times, <clears throat> not that it happened to me, but have you ever been flying and hit the button to get out of a vehicle and while you're flying, your animation starts and you just literally step out of your vehicle into space? <clears throat> well, <laughs> That has happened to plenty of people before, and they couldn't break the animation. Uh, where with this ship, you can open the door, you can you can look outside, but you don't have to necessarily step out. And if you want to get in and out quickly, to me, it's it's great, you know. Mm -hmm. So I do hope that, as you mentioned, Jade, that they'll build that into other ships later on, so that I mean, other than ships that have ramps and stuff, but that you can actually yeah. choose to go up and down when you want to, or just face the ladder and you go up the ladder versus hitting the button and waiting for the animation to kick in, like we have on. Like in the Starfarer, right? You just walk up to the ladder and you can go up it, right? And I wish the yeah. 300 did that because right now it's all associated oh, to yeah, go just, in and yeah. you have to go through the animation and all that stuff. Sometimes that breaks, you end up on the top of the ship. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but it's nice to know, as you said, Jade, that Origin is setting the standard <laughs> for all other yeah. ships in the game, which is which is great to see that they're setting a standard there. I agree. I flew this ship one time. I mentioned this before. I took off at R Corp. Area 18, I flew to all of the moons surrounding it. Then I flew all the way to Microtech, flew all the way around all the moons there, and then landed at New Babbage. No refueling. Mm -hmm. Awesome, 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 awesome. If you want to get some good gas mileage, love it. Colossal, don't you start. If you want to get some great gas mileage, this is definitely, definitely a great ship, as Jade mentioned, because that air system in here does work. Just so you guys will know, it does work. Okay. Anything else on the 100, guys, before I move on? Oh. By the way, did you notice that luxurious resort location that it was parked outside of? Someone was parachuting or paraflying, parasailing at the. Yeah, the, it, the, I'll let it. We'll sit here and wait for it. In fact, it'll <laughs> it'll, it'll cycle back up in a couple of seconds. But yeah, there's this shot of this ship down on near a beach, right. near a beach, and someone's up parasailing outside of it and everything. Sounds I, like a good place for me. 
We're going to hang out down there and go chill out for a little bit. <laughs> that might be Green and Ellis. Ah, see, there it is. Oh, there. wonderful. Look at that. Well, Look there's, at a, that. there's a place to go stop and visit Isn't and take amazing? some friends along. That's you know, some good stuff. Good Who stuff. knows? It might find some good rum down there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to probably the granddaddy of all these ships that we're talking about. This is the 300i. This was in its first edition. Many of you all remember this. As Jay, we talked about it earlier, the hard lines, right? Um, mm -hmm. This is the original layout, and we thought it was luxury. It had like this upholstery inside of it at the time, but then CIG updated it to this newer model that you guys are seeing now. DK, I'll go to you. Do you own a 300i? Or I know you own a 315, if I'm not mistaken, right? Is 315 is my starter ship. Okay, but you own a 300i mm -hmm. or no? Nope. Okay, you don't. Okay, but you've flown a 300i. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've flown them all. Okay. okay. I've flown them all. Awesome. Romulus, the thank you for that follow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate that. Thanks this is the, the uh, Thank you. This is the first ship that got the, the ship that really got me into the game. Because mm. when I, I when I first saw videos really of uh, Star Citizen, it was with the ship, and it was the redesigned one. Mm. So I never really saw the original design. I could see why people got mad of it because it looks kind of like a fighter ship. It's mm -hmm. more of a you know something you know you're. I don't know. Uh, it's your everyday cruiser. Mm -hmm. You know, if you live in a city and, you know, you're just bouncing around in your planetary system, you don't want to have to carry a whole bunch of stuff. It's your, it, you know, this is exactly what you, you know, it would take, you know, mm -hmm. if you didn't want to you know, bring out your, it's got a, exactly what you need for a single person just to go out and have some fun in. And I saw this ship for the first time and I said, I want that ship. Mm. Okay. Just okay. the style about it, it exactly fit me for what I like in design and what I wanted to look for. And it just showed me that what well, that's a really cool design. I want that. Mm -hmm. So okay. yeah, 300 Jay, series, love yeah, it. Jay, DK went down the road I was gonna to where I was gonna ask you cause you were around and you probably remember there was some hubbub that mm -hmm. this ship did go, not just because of the design and angles versus curves. Cause that was one argument. People didn't like the aesthetics, but then there was this feeling of that it was departing from the impression that this was more about a fighter ship to something that seemed a little bit more touring for lack of a better well, way of putting it. What you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So I think, you know, if you look at the early design and, and you look at, well, the early design and compare it to the other ships from that time, mm -hmm. you know, every ship was a fighter. Basically everything was made to be this dogfighter, look like a dogfighter. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I think, you know, it was a good idea that CIG said, well, yeah, this looks a bit more luxury. This looks a bit more stylish. Um, this is, you know, somebody super rich might not necessarily want their stylish ship to look like a hornet, you know, mm. not saying it looked like a hornet or anything, but I think this, this design it's here is much better than the original one. I owned it when it was the old design. And I remember I couldn't wait for the redesign because I really wasn't, I, I liked the idea of the 300 series, but I didn't like how it looked back then. Mm -hmm. And now it's, it's perfect in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, the customization options, the commercial. Mm, yeah, forget about that. Mm -hmm. I, when they made the commercial for the new, you know, 300 series, mm -hmm. I, I thought that was, you know, one of, one of the more amazing uh, cinematics CIG put out mm -hmm. because it just, it showed, you know, the different roles, how you can go between these different roles, how to, you know, 325A, <clears throat> you can go out and bounty hunt in it. Mm -hmm. And it, yeah, I, I love it. You could live on this ship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you just mentioned a few moments ago, it is one of the only ships. Well, it was the first ship. Let's just say that, that you could customize. Right, there are no other ships. Once again, Origin setting the standard. I just want to emphasize mm-hmm. that. Just see, um, yeah. but, but uh, <laughs> if you, if you want to change the paint scheme on it, if you want to change the interior design, if you want to change your seat, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to change the steering, uh, if you want a clock radio or a coffee maker, uh, all these things, even a little picture frame, uh, you could have these things. Mm-hmm. With an origin, with luxury, by the way, this is luxury. I just want to emphasize that again. Uh, oh, but if- Griff, <laughs> let me throw this on there too. Yeah. Speaking of customization, so I liked the design aesthetic of the 300. Mm-hmm. I wanted the 315. Mm-hmm. So I got the 315 and put all of these similar amenities that were in the 300 with the wood and the leathers <laughs> and everything like that. Uh-huh. And the exterior paint is mm-hmm. that real nice metallic white uh-huh. that you could get. So it looks real good. Oh yeah. yeah. My next one was going to be matte black yeah. because things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cube. Yeah. Cube mentions here the 300 is the only ship that you can do that with. And they did not like it to the point that they have never done it again. Well, I don't know if that's the reason why they haven't done it. Um, I do know that we know ship customization is coming and maybe the way that they did it through the website as a test was the issue, but uh, mm-hmm. My point is, though, Q, and I, I can appreciate that information if you're correct, and I'll, I'll assume that you are. My point is, is that they chose Origin of all people. That's all I'm going to leave it. I'll leave that at that door, um, which is, which is yes, Origin. But we won't talk about Origin today. <laughs> um, this was one of the first ships I bought, too. <laughs> DK, um, you mentioned it earlier. It, it got my attention. Jade, you mentioned it. Loved. I, had, I bought the original design at first, and when the new design came out, I liked it. I remember mm-hmm. there was a lot of hollering. Um, and, and this is kind of one of those things where it comes down to that whole, you know, the little clause that we read about how things can change in design. Uh, and I can, and, and don't get me wrong, for people who did want that fighter look, I can appreciate that because mm-hmm. that was what they bought. And, but unfortunately they changed it, right? They, because the design of origin was becoming more and more defined as time went on. And once they started realizing we don't want to just have a bunch of ships that all look the same, but we want different manufacturers to have a distinctive look about them, then their design plan changed. And so we started, mm-hmm. as Jade mentioned earlier, we start getting the more smooth curves and things like that, getting away from the hard edges and hard lines. And so I think that, um, I think it was Tony Smith that did this ship. Uh, I think he did a great job. If it was him, I think it was him. Uh, did a great job on it. And I uh, love the in- interior design of it. I love the fact that it has the skylight inside of it, which is really nice. Oh my God, um, I love that. That was the biggest thing that I enjoyed mm-hmm. when I first started flying that ship around mm-hmm. uh, in the verse for, with just by myself mm-hmm. and just walking through it, it felt so much bigger. Yes. Then yes. with that huge skylight there, then if it was co- covered, I mm-hmm. mean, it's not that tall in there. It's really not that tall. Right. Um, and that would just be so cramped. It feels mm-hmm. like a cocoon, but with that window out there, it you, does feel like a much larger ship than it is. Yeah. And it really helps uh, sell off the, uh, the, you can live in it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can live in that ship. I mean, not to say you can't live in a Titan. You can live mm-hmm. in a Titan too, but where are you going to use a bathroom? There you go. Oh, <laughs> you just, hey, wait a minute, I forgot. There's a bathroom. There is a restroom yeah. or, or place yeah. to relieve yourself on the ship. And Jade, if I'm not mistaken, next to the gun rack on the back wall, Couple of wine glasses, a little you wine cooler, wine, wine cooler, right? Wine cooler yep. in there. I, yeah. What else? What, does, what else does anyone need, guys? What else <laughs> yeah. does anyone need? You, you, I, have, you know, the possibility to put a uh, food uh, processor mm-hmm. in there. Yes. Yes. Like, 
you have your own little kitchen. It's it's really the nicest compact shit that you can live on. Absolutely. I don't understand this pushback against luxury in the game. You know, most of you guys won't have a chance to die in space with a wine glass in your hand. That's that's I'll leave that there. That's what I'm going to say about that today. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So that's one the, more thing about yeah. this. That's about this. It had to sure. do with the 350. Uh-huh. If you recall, because people wanted that engine. Yes. And now we know that CIG is going to allow engine swapping mm-hmm. for at least the 350. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All righty. All right. That's the 300. Let's uh, move right along here. Our numbers are going up as we go here. Uh, and we're going to talk about this one here. Through unforgiving lands. Across the impossible expanse. A mirage calls, a distant oasis. We chase what most consider myth. Pursue an obsession. That's what pushes us to greatness. The Oasis. It's real. The 400i by Origin Jumpworks. Doesn't that do your heart good? Doesn't oh that do your god. heart good? <laughs> I'm so, oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jay, let's talk about this 400 i It's one of the more, it actually is. It's the most recent uh, outtake from uh, Origin. But uh, it's, it's, it's here we are a little bit different than the next ship that we're going to talk about, which is going to be the 600i, because it's considered an explorer. Uh, so it's 600i, but it seems like Origin got it right a little bit more on this one. What do you think? Yeah, I think this is the first Origin ship that a lot of people actually liked. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, would never have ever entertained an Origin ship. Mm-hmm. But this, because it, it's it's so useful, um, it feels like a ship that could be a daily driver. Mm-hmm. It's accessible and it's accessible luxury. So I think that's what really kind of hit it out of the park for the 400. Okay. Okay. DK, you, do you own one of these? Absolutely. My favorite ship. Really? It really become quick, you know, it quickly became my favorite ship. Um, not just because it's origin, um, because it just feels right. You know, it's the style is just gorgeous. I don't care what anybody says. You can't change my mind. It is a beautiful, beautiful ship. And it, it is, for me, the exact definition of what luxury is, which is practice, some practicality. Mm-hmm. It's got speed. It's well-built. Um, it has all of the amenities that you would need to go out and do what you want to do. Um, it's your liveaboard, you know, uh, yacht, if you want to call it a yacht. Um, and it's perfect for 
everyday run around. It is my daily driver. Okay, you wait, know, wait, wait. Safe. All right, I'm going to cut mm-hmm. it on you and Jade. I'm going to give you the negatives about this ship. Here okay. are the negatives. Here come the Let's negatives. Well, they made the bike rack only for X1, and I can't put my dragonfly in it. Or the ramp okay. doesn't come down far <laughs> enough, and I can't put my rock in it or my tumbrel, or uh, they put these refrigeration cooling doors on the side, wasting up space. Is, is, is this ship really the, the great ship that DK's talking about, Jade? I mean, he's he's making this it ship is. sound I mean, so great. It is. That was intended for an X1, you know? <laughs> like, this is working as intended, right? Okay. You're not supposed to put your rock in a 400i. There are other ships, if you want, like, you know, I won't, I'll say a Cutlass, you know, that'd be uh-huh. a great uh-huh. uh, ship to put that rock in, right? Uh-huh. So it's about having the right ship for mm-hmm. what you want to do and mm-hmm. you know if you if you need to put a dragonfly in a ship then no this you know you can put it in but not the not the x1 bay that's for the x1 it's made for the x1 so i know people like to try and cram everything into everything uh-huh. but yeah you know just wait for the x1 uh-huh. okay okay yeah. dk what about those refrigeration rooms i mean what you gonna put your wine and chill them in there with your components what's the scoop with all that people extra understand what's going on we're talking about like components and heat and fire and mm-hmm. all of that other kind of stuff okay. you know a, a manufacturer that deals in more luxury you know luxury items mm-hmm. is going to know that you're probably going to have let's cool those rooms and lessen the ability you know the 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 you know, ability for it to catch fire or be able to put the fire out quickly without damaging the other systems. You know, they think about things like Ah, that. You know, you don't put a power plant that's, you know, raging heat Mm -hmm. next to a shield that's also raging heat that's Mm going to cause a fire. You separate them. You put them in different rooms. Cool off your avionics. It works better. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about things like Origin's smart. So you're saying there's some method to the madness there. There is method to the madness. Those rooms aren't for naught. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, the, the, again, um, it's interesting that uh, when you go back and watch uh, Paul's, uh, Paul Jones and his team talk about the design of the ship, one of the things they talked about uh, for those that area that they considered for cooling, it wasn't just there to put it in there. It was because mm-hmm. they needed the space in the ship and they needed to put that there anyway. So even if those glass walls weren't there, they needed it to make the ship the dimensions that it was. So what they decided to do is say, hey, as you mentioned, DK, what would Origin do? Would they just have this empty space here or would it have some functionality to it? And for them and for the lore of that ship, it has the refrigerated cooling areas for its components. Now, for some people to say it's a waste of space. No, within the context of the ship and its design, there was method to the madness. And so <clears throat> I think that a lot of times people might push back on things because they don't, you know, they, they don't understand why they're there or it just doesn't fit their gameplay, right? Mm-hmm. But for mm-hmm. people like myself, if I'm paying extra dollars for this ship, that has value to me, even if it's there aesthetically, because I feel like I get why I'm paying for this extra 25 or 50 bucks more right. for this ship, because it's designed differently and that design has value. It may not be about playability all the time, but again, that's yeah. why I asked that question earlier, when these luxury ships cost a little bit more, you know, is there a value to people? Some people, they'll say, I don't get it. It costs too much, you know. Like, if I can't get my rock and my, my tumble in there, it'd be a great ship if I could get my tumble in. That, oh, so now it's not a great ship anymore because you can't get your tumble in. I don't know. 
Envoy seventy. Thank hey, you. Thank, thank you, you for that. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Hey, thanks for um, the subscription. But anyway, I think this is a great ship. It took a little while for the design to go on me because when we first saw the early drawings of it that came from the one hundred I, because Jade mentioned that earlier. It, it did, that, that that hook nose didn't go well with me for a good while. The back part of the ship did, but the front just, something just wasn't ringing. Then once it came out and I got outside and walked around it, I said, wow, this is a really nice design. Cause I kept thinking it was gonna be some like smaller version of the 890, you know what I mean? Where the mm -hmm. 890 kind of has mm -hmm. that boat look to it. Not that this doesn't mm -hmm. have that. This kind of has more like a triple wing airfoil like thing. Right, but, right. but, but um, it took a little while. And then once I saw, well, the nose had functionality for the bike, then it fit in even more for me, you know? Yeah. Um, I they talk about wasted space. They made that space useful. Yes. You yes, know, yes. what would Origin do? Well, we'll make it useful. Yes. We've, we've got our X1 bike. Why don't we, you know, we'll make a bay for the X1. It goes perfectly with the 400, yes, you know? Yes. It I feel like sense. they listened to Morphologist's critique of the 600. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah. 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 Jade, one of the things that this ship has too, which very few ships has, it has the cartography area in the back. Yes. yes. Yeah. Forget about that. What do you think about yep. that in this particular ship? I think it's I think it's great because um, for a ship this size, mm -hmm. right? I I don't think there's another ship this size that has a cartography mm -hmm. deck. There is I know of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this this I love when they make a ship that has a niche that they've carved out for it, mm -hmm. right? And um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be great when we get exploration gameplay in. Mm -hmm. I know just saying exploration gameplay, you know, we don't know exactly everything that's gonna entail, but the fact that it has a, a cartography deck on a ship this size mm -hmm. makes it unique. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, Absolutely. if you notice in that dining scene, there were those champagne glasses on the table again. I, was, I uh, love it. The luxury is just, is, is just great. You can have luxury and have science. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, actually, it, it, luxury it, it, and combat yeah. too, by the way, guys, if you want to, but that's another story, you know? You um, know, and it's simple luxury. It's not screaming, you know, yeah. opulence. It's, it's, you know, it's that kind of luxury that you would build into a, you know, a very nice, uh, you know, maneuverable, uh, simple yacht, you know, it doesn't, it's not over the top, mm -hmm. but it's got, you know, it's really well-made materials. We can see the quality on, of the materials. It's not lost on me that they showed it in, you know, both like urban settings, but mm -hmm. also in Pyro, mm -hmm. in the Pyro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, yep. You can take this from, mm -hmm. you know, having your, your parties and, you know, area 18 mm -hmm. and then go straight off to Pyro and mm -hmm. start exploring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did you guys think about the price point for this ship? If I remember correctly, it was like two fifty. It was good. I mm -hmm. think it hit the spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I was surprised it was as cheap as it was. Mm -hmm. yeah. I kept I kept thinking it was going to be a little bit more because I knew it had to fall somewhere between the Phoenix and the three hundred. And part of me kind of felt like, oh, it's probably going to lean more toward the three hundred dollar price tag. I was really surprised to see that it was two fifty. Yeah, um, it was really very surprised. well. Yeah very well priced mm -hmm. yeah and to your point jade you mentioned how a lot of people do like this ship and it's and and it's interesting because there's always been a i don't want to say this the wrong way but there's been a slight overtone in the community about origin ships in general their their practicality and functionality in the verse uh and i and i think it's always been because of the more toward the touring luxury aspects of it where people saw this ship as being that as you mentioned, yeah the practical like you said it DK, is. the functionality is mm -hmm. there it's nice as far as aesthetically to the eye, but you can walk throughout that ship and find things that make, for lack of a better term, make sense to most players. Yeah. 
and I think it, that's one of it's really fun to use. I and mean, we won't keep going too much further, but um, you know, like like I was saying, I think a different time that I can make money on box missions with that because I can just pick up and sell cargo along the way, mm -hmm. you know, and that little forty SCU of cargo can easily net me another twenty thirty thousand, you know, UEC mm -hmm. on top of the eight thousand I made for that little box mission, you know, mm -hmm. so. You know, it's not without, you know, making profitability. It's definitely viable in that kind of a sense. You don't need this, you know, fill up a herc every time you want to go do something, uh, you know, a little bit of trading you yeah. know, and exploring at the same time. Mm -hmm. I'll pick up a few little boxes of something and get on my X1 to go bump around for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. This ship also had one of the few times when I when I liked every paint job that they had for it. I liked all the paints mm -hmm. they had for this ship, yeah. the variations. Oh, Usually there's one or two yeah, I don't like. launch color? But I like oh. I like the colors for this ship. I really like that it. We're going to say colors. Jade, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was, I was going to bring up um you know what fast brought up about mm -hmm. back when this came out you know we, we've forgotten because it seems like forever ago but there was the whole controversy that it was a constellation competitor mm -hmm. and you know the, to me uh, and I, I never viewed it as that mm -hmm. even though it was the same you know dollar price range mm -hmm. um but you know i think the only disappointment i've ever seen with regards to this ship was um as you know some people think it's under under gunned under um mm -hmm. armed but I, I have no problem with it yeah okay that's a good point and that's a great segue mm -hmm. to go into the next ship that we want to talk about because it, as you mentioned some people thought it was the competitor to the connie or i guess we would say that with the connie i don't even know if it was supposed to be competitor to the connie aquila or the Connie Phoenix, which is interesting. Probably more the Aquila because of this. I don't know. Because the Aquila runs 275. That mm -hmm. ship was 250. Yeah. Where the next ship that we're going to talk about, which is the RSI Phoenix, runs <laughs> at, at $350. This is the most expensive of the Constellation series ships. These first pictures that you all are seeing are of the earlier version of the Phoenix. Some of you weren't around back then, but this is what the Phoenix looked like. It was a what? lot of brown and chrome in the early days of the Phoenix. Uh, I'm sorry, it, that's it, just ugly. It was a total different design. Um, and in a second, you're gonna see the uh, the hot tub. Uh, it had a really weird, that's the bar, little refrigerator area in the back. Uh, but look, what do you see that? That's the hot tub right there. Eight <laughs> seats, eight seats for the hot tub, okay? Um, there was just oh, something funny. about that that just wasn't uh, wasn't going. Thanks, Fast Card, on those new numbers. The Aquila is now 310. Thank you for that update. Uh, Chris, okay. Chris, Crispy Fry says that it's tacky, an earlier version. It is tacky. Okay, <laughs> so pictures. here we are with the new version of it, the new version of the Phoenix. And you can see that, that, that there was a huge design change uh, in the ship. Uh, in, in, instead of all the bright chrome and white and that weird brown color they had, uh, they definitely did a different light pass on it, changed a lot of the color configurations, made it a much, much nicer ship. Um, this, as you all know, RSI is uh, Chris Roberts, Roberts Space Industries is his flagship. And, and the Constellation is still the ship that he claims as being his favorite ship in the game. Um, many people saw this ship as being a ship that would be good for uh, organization leaders, uh, that they would fly on ships like this, or when they're going into battle, this would be their command ship kind of thing. Um, but again, we, we often see it as this area of touring and luxury and transport. Uh, it has a definitely different design than the Taurus and the 
uh, constellation Andromeda. Uh, they, of course, big and Aquila when it comes to its layout and design. Uh, DK, let me go to you first on this one. Do you own one? Have you flown one? What are your thoughts on the uh, Phoenix? When I wanted to get a larger, you know, uh, passenger st uh, style ship, and I, you know, and I, my style is more towards, you know, a luxury style or uh, something like that. But um, this ship was, you know, the first one that I was going to buy and I mm -hmm. got it in game. Mm -hmm. um, I had actually thought about pledging for it, mm -hmm. um, but when I flew it around in game and played around with it and, and I wanted to, you know, I switched over to the 600, but we'll get over to that one a little bit later. This is a private jet. You know, this is something you, you know, take your friends out in, you know, you got a couple rooms for them to chill out in. Um, you could maybe take guests with you if you want to do some transport. Really, you're just taking people out to hang out with and go jump from location to location, you know, going to the beach here and then going out into the forest over here to go, you know, check out the ruins or something like that. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's if Jeep makes a luxury version, this is it. You know, <laughs> Jeep made a luxury version. They they turned their truck into, a, you know, into an off-road, you know, mm -hmm. overlanding vehicle. The Eddie, Bauer, you know, Eddie Bauer edition. Eddie Bauer edition, you know, it's, a, you know, it's the top of the line you know cherokee or something you know that's exactly what this is okay. um but you know you've got a little you got some nice things to do you got a hot tub you know mm -hmm. you got some nice seats and a place to eat your dinner in mm -hmm. a bar except you don't have a kitchen so you know i can see your drink yeah <laughs> you know yeah. Okay. so yeah <laughs> jade let me ask you uh what this ship to you do you own one or flown one let me ask you that first I, I do not own one. I've only flown it flown. again, like in the PTU. Okay. Okay. Cool. But I, I will say this: mm -hmm. like out of all the ships in the game, mm -hmm. this is the only one that has a great side view out out the ship. I was, I was gonna go like, down. I was gonna at eye you. level. So hold your thought. Either hold your standing thought. or sitting. Hold your thought, because I want you to talk about. Because my question to you is: what are the what are the good? This was the first ship that CIG used to start going into true luxury, right? And and because the, the 600 came after they, you know, they were trying to work on some stuff to get it together. My question is this, what works for the ship and what doesn't? That was exactly where I was going to go with. So you mentioned about the view. Go ahead and talk about that and then tell me what the works view. and doesn't. Okay. Absolutely. For touring this, you know, the, the view absolutely is probably mm -hmm. the best, uh, like I said, side view mm -hmm. of any ship in it the game. Um, the, the interior is nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, there are some interesting choices about it mm -hmm. that, you know, people can can uh, debate. Um, but what works, I think, is that, you know, it has this openness. Um, we did a Yuri's Night space party and mm -hmm. we didn't have the 890 in the game yet. So we used these mm -hmm. and it, it was it was good. You could, you know, get 10, 15 people on it. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel cramped in there because it was very open. Um, I also like the fact that they had sold it originally with a piano, the Hartswell 88. Mm -hmm. um, and in fact, if I could have bought it with that, I would have bought it just for that piano. I know, I know mm -hmm. I'm weird, mm -hmm. but you know, I would have, I would have did it just for that. <laughs> right. uh, more musical instruments in the game, please, CIG. Um, hey, yeah. Yeah, um, the hot tub is a little strange, mm -hmm. the, the way it's it's situated and mm -hmm. then like where the master bedroom is. I do like that they have the one-way window, mm -hmm. you know, that's, uh... that's kind of like, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's what it is. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> but now let's go to the bat bathroom. Okay. Access to the bathroom. Yes. Right. Yes. So 
it's not very luxury. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, my, my problem with the ship is there are a lot of beautiful <laughs> things on it, but they're all in the wrong place. That's exactly. the real issue I have for this ship. Jade hit it on the mark. Those those side windows are amazing. And we and Jade, we've talked about this before. Every freaking touring ship, luxury ship, should have windows. Those yes. bedrooms should have a window port. We've talked mm -hmm. about that on the mm -hmm. 600, should have windows. The, the whole point of having those ships, it's great to have the ceiling that you can look out of. It's great that on the 600i or the 600 touring, you've got the floor that you can look down, which is great. I think it's so cool. But the fact that when I'm sitting and relaxing and talking to people and I can't look out those side windows like on the 890 or on the Phoenix, to me, takes away so much from the ships. I know it takes mm -hmm. a lot of work to be able to produce that. But to me, even if it's a porthole, the 400, they got smart and did it. They did little things on the, on the 400 that allow you to see a little bit. But I wish that they had made it so that the bedrooms on this ship had that. Also, as you mentioned, the bathroom being in the, for lack of a better term, when you come up in the elevator, you kind of come up in the crew area. You don't really come up in the passenger area of the ship, right? Because you come up in that ramp on the on the Phoenix. Then you have to walk through the doors, which is great. You've got the beautiful Phoenix logo on the wall. The two suites are on the left and right. Um, but to me, that shouldn't happen. To me, you should actually step in and come into the social public area of mm, the ship first. Yeah. You should see the bar, the dance floor, as you mentioned, the dining room or conference table, the seats on the side, all that's great. Then you should step into what would be almost like maybe the uh, area where the uh, hot tub is. And then the bedrooms, the master and the two sides should be back there. Because for privacy's sake, mm. if you're in the front bedrooms, you gotta walk through you know, the party area to get to the back. And if you're in the master bedroom, you've gotta walk to get to the bathroom, as you mentioned, Jade, all the way to the front of the ship, which is kind of crazy. But it's a, uh, I always say, you know, it's a private jet. So, you know, it's a playboy yeah. that's flying around with his it's friends. He's not going to be really, he doesn't care. You know, <laughs> he doesn't really care. You know, I, private jets usually enter the galley anyway. Okay. And there's usually only one bathroom. Yeah. You know, so, you know, so you, you know, you're in the back with all your friends. But, but, Maybe but, there's but, a, but it's you a know, shared bathroom, bathroom but... DK, though, it's the bathroom for the crew. You're not going to share the crew's bathroom. That's the only problem. Let well, they don't stay. have, you know, separate crew bathrooms on a private jet. Well, no, 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 I'm you, saying, I'm the saying. Pilots they get... and, uh, you know, they all used to say what? Yeah, but the caveat with that uh -huh. is that the people probably don't care because they're all drunk. <laughs> So they don't really <laughs> give a damn. Uh, where's the bathroom? Where's you know, the at least bathroom, there's a bathroom right? for them to go okay, to. Yeah, you know, that's instead true. of your hot tub. This is true. This is very true. Very true. Okay. Um, yeah, but I do like the ship. I'm hoping that they do do a rework on it, even though yeah, it's nice. It I just, love. I just wish they did do a little bit more because they got it right on these eight. To me, they got it right on the 890 and the 400, and mm -hmm. this ship just needs to just flip some things around. And I know that takes work. God knows I know it takes work. I don't want to make it sound like it's an easy thing, but I would love to see that happen for the Phoenix. Mm -hmm. uh, so RSI, this is their uh, this is their entry into that area of um, of, of luxury Fix and transport. It. It's no longer a flying brothel. Yeah. Now the other <laughs> thing too, we talk about that price difference between this and the 400. Um, yeah. The 400 is definitely that more, like we said, exploration, touring, science, uh, here you get a little bit more that's just strictly about the social dynamic. Do you guys get that feeling pretty much because of the way it's designed? Jay yeah. mentioned the piano. Yeah. In fact, it comes up on yep. this picture here. You'll see that piano. For those of you who don't know, people who bought the Phoenix, was it the first round, Jay? They got that piano? I, I think it might have been the first round. I'm not exactly it sure. It was first that, round. 
and and they sold it in the store for a very short amount of time the piano and then it disappeared and we haven't mm. seen it since i know i know fastcart knows the history on that piano a little bit more um but yeah you could swap out that conference room table for the piano which is to me just so cool you know that's cool factor all the way okay yep Alrighty then let's go move right on along here uh let's see what do we got next oh we got a video in fact one of my favorite videos <laughs> yeah i know this one's beautiful What does it take to build a symphony? It takes a blueprint. Four movements that will dictate key, tempo, and the arrangement of musical notes that will create harmonies, melodies. takes an orchestra master technicians of their craft working in perfect unity to transform notes into sound and those sounds into an experience But most of all, it takes emotion. A feeling so powerful that it transcends words and must be conveyed in another form. Introducing the new 600i from Origin. A symphony in motion. See your authorized origin dealer for details. So true. So true. Okay. Okay. Now, first of all, the panel, <laughs> panel, bear with me for a moment here. Um, mm -hmm. Folks, that video started out with a thing called an overture, which is why the screen was black. That's normal. I, I know that some of you have never gone to the opera house or been to any, you know, major events like that, like the, the Met, but I just want you all to know that that's normal. So don't feel like you lost out on anything. Yes, I'm giving you a shot, but, <laughs> but that's the way the video starts, gang. It actually starts out with just the violin and then the black. So you didn't miss anything. What you heard was it. I just had to give you guys a hard time. Um, Jade. Yes. No, I have to go to DK first because I went to you first last time. <laughs> DK. do that. 600i. Thoughts. That is my yacht. I've always wanted a yacht and I got my yacht. That 600i is just... I love that ship, and the only reason the 400i is above this ship right now is because of the size, and I like the smaller size right now. Mm -hmm. 
but the 600i is a very very close second mm -hmm. and i'm so looking forward to that rework it's just gonna be gorgeous now when the rework it, comes it really out you, gorgeous think, you, think, now. you think you might shift or you think you'll stay still with the size i understand what you mentioned about the size if that rework is the bomb will, mm -hmm. you, will you shift over to the 600 or you think you'll just kind of put them at equal you know whichever one you want they're, to do they're still kind of like at a very very equal state uh, you know status okay especially since both versions are the exploration versions mm -hmm. um you know the 600i is my liveaboard yacht you okay. know it's it's not my you know my everyday run around mm -hmm. ship i live on that thing and if i'm taking it out i'm going out for a while you okay. know and it's uh i'm gonna live there have a few friends on board maybe we're just gonna go out to some planetary system that's you know a couple hours away we're not coming back for a few days we're gonna go hit all the little moons and stuff out there okay. um but yeah that thing is it's so beautiful it okay. really is and you know i've heard all the memes to bedpan and everything else but that's okay <laughs> i could care less but i i, I the side windows gotta mm. have side windows mm. it needs side windows yes. mm. you know it definitely needs those mm. and i really hope that the rework includes those side windows so you're mm. talking about docks and stuff like that yeah please please just something yeah you know yeah i love that ship yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay jade any thoughts about the 600 and you could talk about you know the exploration versus the touring whichever way you want to look at it yeah, well, first of all, I remember that commercial dropping like it was <laughs> yesterday. Yes. By the time that first <laughs> piano chord hit, I was already going for my credit card. Yes, um, yes, and, yes. And then, and then when it was over, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to just get the 600. I'm going to buy the whole Origin line. <laughs> I, I went and bought the Origin I, that was the most irrational, mm -hmm. impassioned mm -hmm. thing I've ever done in mm -hmm. a video game, and I love it. We are on the uh, same <laughs> chords. I will tell you my story when you get done. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. So, so um, I remember looking, you know, looking at, at the literature for the different variants, mm -hmm. and I, I couldn't decide between: mm -hmm. do I want the touring? Mm -hmm. Do I want the expiration? And I'm like, why not both? And then I'm like, you know what? Why not all? Mm -hmm. Right. But the main thing about the 600i is that this is a this is a ship that you're going to live on right and mm -hmm. that your friends can live on with you mm -hmm. um and that you know if you choose the touring version that's the kind of gameplay you're going to go after if you choose the exploration version it's going to be amazing getting a med bed in the rework mm -hmm. like, oh, 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 oh yeah i i, I can't <laughs> even imagine how good this i, I loved it already mm -hmm. and it's you know, there were things I didn't love about it, like a lot of people, but at the same time, like they've gone above and beyond with what they've said they're going to do for the rework. So I'm, oh my God. Yes, yeah. they have. Yeah. I can't wait. Certain it's going to be the ship that you want to get, you know, for, especially for someone who's, uh, you know, small friend group, you know, and they just want to, you know, this is going to be the ship. It's yeah. gonna put, and it's not a carrot killer. It's just the six hundred I. That's you recall, it. this was the very first ship that we could name. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's right. That's yep. right. Once again, Origin setting the standard. Once again, once again, once again. Yeah, and we won't mention certain people in chat throwing a boo because you mentioned about that med bed because they upset that we're getting the med bed in this ship. Um. Oh, well, you know, I feel, I feel for your cutty, cutty red. Sorry. I really do, but it's not a <laughs> yes um 
I like you, Jade. I, I I remember it vividly. I was at VerseCon 2017 in Austin, Texas, sitting in the back, and this commercial came on. And right away, being a violin player, I first of all, I caught my ear. And then just watching the whole commercial. And when it was done, I'm like, I don't care what's inside of it. I'm getting it. I didn't, and that's, that's something I've never done before, right? You know, I hadn't seen a brochure or Q&A or anything. I just, I just saw it and I said, I'm getting that ship. And yeah. like you, I vacillated. Because for those of you who don't remember this back in the day, they had talked about the ship being modular. So you were going to be able to switch out between touring and science. Mm -hmm. they, they never did define how they were going to do it, but they talked about it being modular. Then they ended up doing, as you mentioned, the touring version and the exploration version. And like you, Jade, got both of them. Got both of them. Um, the pros and cons, DK already mentioned some of the things about it in the sense of we hope that they do put in the win. And let's talk about this exploration version because I think there are more people who bought that version than mm -hmm. the touring. I think so um, too, yeah. We know that there's going to be a rework done on the ship. And the funny thing is they've talked about a rework on the 600i. They've never said which one whether it's both of them or just one of them. Most mm -hmm. of the people have talked about the exploration version because they feel like there's a lot of space that could be utilized better in that ship. And I agree. I, yep. I, but, 100%. But I also like the fact that luxury ships have things spaced out, that they're not cluttered, that things aren't on top of each other. The 400i kind of has that balance, even though there is a little bit of claustrophobia in that ship in the sense of that it's very narrow in the sense of its paths and stuff, but things are placed very well. But I do want things that make sense. And in that ship for its size, things make sense. But when you go to a larger ship, like a 600i, I do feel that there's still gonna be some areas of space, but there's some things that don't make sense. The two science yeah. stations in the middle of the ship facing each other, right? You're an explorer, mm -hmm. but you're just looking at your coworker from across the way from you. That doesn't make sense, right? They actually could have put that in the front cabin and it still would have been plenty of room if they wanted to. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And the way they designed that whole center area, you've got the holographic globe, but there's no real functionality. There's a few panels on the side, that's about it. The ramp area downstairs is nice, but again, it could be better in the sense of cargo storage. Um, I think the social area is fine. I don't have too much of a problem with the social areas on this ship, on both the touring and science. The bar, the area where you there's a holographic table in the back, which a lot of people don't know. The table in the back is actually a holographic table. There's the television downstairs. There's the billiard room. There's the kitchen. Um, mm -hmm. There's the storage. There's access to components back there. Um, in the rework, I think, Jade, you just mentioned about some of the things. The med bed is coming in. They're doing a rework on the crew area in the back, where the crew will now have yep. individual rooms instead of one big shared area. And there's some more things that they're going to be doing for the rework on the ship. And... Yep. I've, I've been telling people just hang tight because so far CIG's track record when it comes to a rework, reworks have always, almost in every case, yep. always been better than what we got before. So yeah, let's yeah. hope They said happens. they were going to move that cargo area to the back. So that means I think those uh, crew area, this theory crafting crew area mm -hmm. is going to go in that lower deck where the cargo area currently is. Mm, and they mentioned be. that, you know, they're going to be reworking both variants. Not yeah. just well, they are doing the inspiration one. Awesome. Yeah, they both. are going to awesome. do both. They mm -hmm. said they're going to awesome. lean into luxury passenger transport for mm -hmm. the touring. That's amazing. Yep. Thank you. That's great news to hear, Jay, because I love the touring version. But there are some things about it that I just felt like they didn't push it far enough for me. The social area downstairs is nice. I love the glass floor. I said that it's only on one side of the ship and I wish they had did it in a different way. Mm -hmm. um, also, the master bedroom on the 600i needs to be a one-way glass. 
I don't, you know, because people from the outside can look into a private bedroom, and I don't yeah. want that. Oh, yeah, you know, I, it should be one it way. It was tinted for a while, for a but little the bit, and then it went clear. Yeah, <laughs> it needs to, it needs to be re- totally reflected from the outside. Yeah, where it actually, it could I look agree. black as far as I'm concerned. But when you're inside, yeah. you get a beautiful scale, beautiful view from the mm-hmm. inside of the 600i. Um, the ship is a tank too, by the way. For those of you who've yes. never flown it, put some F eighty six. The guns, uh, FS eighty six. Yes, shields in the that shields thing. in this thing, and the guns Ooh. in this thing are size. Are they size five? FR eighty six. Are they yeah. size five? Didn't you do Xenothreat? Yep. Okay. It was totally me and Jade was in the turret. Yeah. Man, we were hammering those hammerheads out there, just sitting on top of them, pounding yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It is. It is. Thank you, Nihilus. It is a beast, and a lot of people underestimate this ship. Um, but again, for aesthetics and design, this was one of the first ships that they came out with for me that I hate to say it, it was looked like a spacecraft, you know, yeah, a lot of other yeah. things were like exactly. Jay mentioned earlier, yeah. fighter craft. Yep. This reminded me of something that was a spacecraft and uh, yep. that, that end scene there where it just jumps off and that was it. My wallet was flying open at that 100%, point when I saw yeah. this. I, I love this ship. So yeah, I, that's, I know a lot mm-hmm. of people into this game love, you know, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. This felt Star Trek to me. Yes, and that's really absolutely. what pressed my button. Mm-hmm. That's a good. Point. I think that's what Origin for me is. Mm-hmm. It gives me Star Trek vibes because mm-hmm. that's for me spacefaring kind of leaned a little bit closer to Star uh, Star Trek than it did Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, you know, kind of in that middle in that middle section. Okay. Okay. All righty. Well, that's the 600i CIG. We're looking forward to that rework. We know you all are working on it and we are excited, excited, excited to see the rework for that ship. Okay. Jade, DK, you have your champagne or your, whatever you're drinking, your Merlot or whatever you have next to you. You sit back and relax and enjoy this. All right. (laughs) Area 18. 2949. Things were changing. You could feel it. And it was Gatsby, the center of it all. How do you get on Gatsby's list? The name on everybody's lips. You never knew where Gatsby might head off to next, but that was half the fun. No one dares sleep for fear of missing something incredible. In Gatsby's world, nothing was off limits. Unless you were trying to crash the party. No matter where Gatsby may be off to next, whatever mysterious port of call she's heading to, the next time I see her, won't be soon enough.
it's Love not it. a ship it's a lifestyle so it jay is. jay let's talk about this the 890 this is the capital luxury class touring ship in the game yes it's it's everything that um i imagined it to be i remember uh being in the 890 jump club and you know this was before it was released and everybody had really high hopes for it and uh it to me i mean it was it was amazing the ship is so big right and it, it's so big they can use it for fps level for missions um the fact that you know looking at this cinematic I think a lot of times people will just look at these commercials and I'm like, okay, whatever, it's a cinematic. But I do think there's a bit of intended gameplay that's in here. Um, you know, like being able to have big parties, either with NPCs or or your friends on the ship. I mean, you know, that's going to be a thing. It's already been used by Oliver for uh, some of his machinima, for uh, mm -hmm. Oliver's arc, right? Um, so this ship does have a role to play in game, uh, both as, you know, something that you'll earn reputation for, uh, like having, but also just in terms of like org leaders, um, a platform for social events. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm speechless every time I'm on one of these. Mm -hmm. I mean, I even own one and I'm, I'm still speechless when I get on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. DK, 890, jump. 890 jump is your space version of a super yacht. Mm -hmm. You know, it's owned by somebody who has a ton of money and throws, you know, extravagant parties or takes their friends to the Caribbean or to Monaco to watch the race or, you know, kind of those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. um, it's not a hotel. It's not a cruise ship. It is a super yacht. And when it's not in use, you make your money by chartering it out. You know, mm -hmm. people take it out on tours mm -hmm. and go from different places. Uh, you set up a tour schedule. It's going to go to Terra this week. And it's going to spend three days out in Terra and then head back to, over to, uh, you know, to Seoul or something like that. Mm. Um, you have big parties on it uh, and social events, you know, like Jade was saying, and, you know, business meetings and all sorts of that. Um, it is it is the definition of what a super yacht is. You know, you got a crew that runs everything. You've got, um, you know, you've got tenders, both, you know, vehicular tenders and, and aerial tenders. Uh, mm -hmm. You've got everything you need um, to, you know, to it's your it's your flying mansion, if you want to call it that. You mm -hmm. know, it's uh, it's definitely has its place mm -hmm. in this game as a career for what it can be used for. Mm -hmm. um, and definitely that touring aspect and charter aspect, I think, is where the moneymaker is for something like that. Mm -hmm. And then enjoying it when, uh, when, when it's not being used in that occasion. Mm -hmm. okay. I like the term that you mentioned as a super yacht. I know when, the first, when it first came out, everybody referenced it as a yacht. I did too, you know, because just think of a big ship, right? Um, but it, 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 like you said, it's not a cruise ship. You know, it's, it's mm -hmm. not there. And it, it's, it's, it's beyond a yacht, but it is more of a super yacht. Um, mm -hmm. it, it, it is a self-contained system in the sense of that it has, it has everything you need to live on it and to host multiple people. There's a mm -hmm. full commercial kitchen. We aren't talking about a galley. There is a commercial kitchen with a refrigeration right. room on this ship. There is a secondary, uh, piloting area to control the ship from a secondary bridge on this ship. There is a medical area on this ship. 
Uh, there's mm -hmm. an area to shuttle people back and forth with its own waiting room for passengers on this ship. There's even a basketball court on this ship. Uh, the ship is well defended. Uh, the ship has a decent amount of, of, of weapons to protect itself mm -hmm. if necessary. Um, and as you mentioned, it can accommodate quite a few people. On the commercial, yeah, we see literally about, a, about 80 people on the ship. The servers aren't there yet. God knows. I hope the day will come where you can see that many people <laughs> Soon, on an 890. And not because they're manning it like a javelin, but because they're on there having a good time, right? right. Um, yeah. Great for orgs, things of that nature. I've seen people have fight competitions on this ship. I've seen mm -hmm. all types of things that people have done already in game with this ship. Uh, some of you might remember when this when the ship was in testing, uh, and, and <laughs> they didn't do this when it went into the live server. But if you remember, Jade, I know you remember. The champagne glasses? Everything on that ship can be moved. Everything. All the champagne glasses, everything. And I kept saying to myself, yeah. oh, no. how are they going to track all these items in the server? There's no oh, way no. you can have, you can just pick up every glass and know it's not going to happen. And sure enough, they're all glued down now, right? But we know the time is coming when that will be the case, right? This thing mm -hmm. has a full bar, reception area, dining area, conference room area, full swimming pool, jacuzzi area, steam room, locker. I mean, I can keep going down the whole list keep of everything going. that this ship offers yep. to people. Now, some people will still say, what does that got to do with <laughs> playing a space game or a space combat game? I think that one of the things that really impresses you about this ship, and I know you all have done this before, is when you're in this ship and someone flies the ship to a beautiful location and inverts it and you look out that top glass deck and it looks simply amazing. We watched the uh, the last couple of years, I've been guests on board People's 890 Jumps or the Daymar Rally. And we sat on the ship and watched it in real time. It was such a cool thing to do, to be able to sit and track the race in orbit over the race. It was such a fun, I mean, literally we spent four, five, six hours sitting on an 890, just doing that. Yep. See, that's what that ship is for. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, parked at a marina at the Monaco watching a race. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what that ship is for. It's for, exactly. these, you know, a group of people get together, have a party. You can sleep on board if you need to. Mm -hmm. You've got a crew take care of you. You got food. You got, you know, you got everything you need to have fun. Yes. And that's what that ship is for. Yes. And this ship is not for the faint of heart. Let's call mm -hmm. that for what it is. All ships, when we start getting into these large ships, whether it's a luxury ship or military, it doesn't make a difference. When you get into capital class ships, there's still concerns or issues in relation to what it takes to operate these ships. <clears throat> yeah, can you take the 890 out by yourself? The answer is yes. The question is why, right? <laughs> What's the reason for going out by yourself other than to stroke your ego? Jade, you said this earlier, it is a great social dynamic space within the game. Exactly. That's you what know. that's mm -hmm. it's intended gameplay. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it if you're taking this out by yourself, you're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Um and, and you know, I think about this ship, it's gonna sound sort of weird, but almost in the same way that the I think of the Banu Merchantman. Mm -hmm. Right? When they they talk in lore about, you know, if you, you land your Banu Merchantman, you'll you'll have NPCs coming up to buy stuff out of your shops. Mm -hmm. You you dock this at a station or, mm -hmm. or you know, land it in a city somewhere, you're gonna have NPCs wanting to get on board. Hey, I, right. you know, I wanna I wanna ride with you. I wanna mm -hmm. I wanna do these things and it's gonna earn you reputation. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. absolutely, absolutely. And we're yeah. gonna talk Hosting about that. parties and you know, and things like that. That's gonna be gameplay. Yeah. You know? And we're going to talk about gameplay in just a little bit, because we're, again, even though we're going through these ships right now, we want to go back to that original question of what is luxury? What is the real gameplay that CIG can incorporate? We've got a great video that we're going to show you guys after this very last ship that we're going to talk about. But the 890, Jade, 
DK, I don't know if you remember what the starting price was for this. Does anybody remember what the original price was? Was for this? it eight ninety? No. Oh, okay. The original price for the 890 was six hundred dollars. Holy cow. That was the original oh, price. Man. Good, wow. yeah, good, good for you. And there were folks and there were folks who got it like those first couple times it went on sale. People got it, and then man, that price went up. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" Uh, because it was oh. one of those ships that was projected to be so far down the road. And like many of the ships, the eight ninety was an early concept, and mm -hmm. so like we've seen other ships that have gone up in price. Like the Carrick, remember the Carrick was what two fifty, three hundred bucks. It shot up to six hundred dollars because back then, so this ship doubled in price. So for those people who got the eight ninety in those early days at the original price. God bless you. You were, you were, you were fortunate. I got it after the price hike went up. You know, I, I still, I still like it. I still love the ship. Um, mm -hmm. but to operate this thing, a lot of money, fuel consumption in space, beautiful in, in atmosphere, a monster, a monster. Yeah. Uh -uh. It's like a yacht. It's like, a, listen, <laughs> if you guys ever, I, I watch a lot of yacht stuff. Me too. Yep. It, they may spend $7,000 a day just to turn the freaking yacht on sitting in the, in the port. I mean, mm -hmm. and, and fuel, you don't shut them fuel. off. You yeah, leave them exactly, running all exactly. the so time. <laughs> understand that. But it, also the fuel's not balanced in the ship yet. It will be right, in yeah, time. Right. It will be in time. But you got to have the buck. So, Jade, you were asking me earlier about my secondary character. Now you know why mm -hmm. I have the secondary. Because all, okay. the, all the money I make in the primary... <laughs> I always take a third of that money and transfer it over to the secondary account. That, that makes sense. To run all of the luxury sense, ships. Yeah. That's why it's why it's there. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's hit our final ship, and then we're going to get into this talking about gameplay stuff. And the final ship is um, a ship that uh, it it falls into this category in a very unique way, and that's mm -hmm. the Genesis mm -hmm. Starliner. Now we're going to do a show exclusively on this ship because there's a lot more to this ship than I think a lot of people realize the gameplay. We can literally spend a whole episode of our ship talking about this yep. ship. But what I do want to isolate about this ship in particular is that travel, and we've been talking about this aspect of touring and transport, this ship will be the one, as, as DK and Jade mentioned earlier, that we'll be doing a lot of NPC travel with. And you actually have areas in the ship such as VIP and first class that can be distinguished mm -hmm. in this ship. And so you may get a mission to, and some of you know, when you go to some of the ports right now, you'll see an area that is literally for charter or for commercial flights. If you're playing this type of gameplay, that's where you will go and land your ship and you can get NPCs that can come on board your ship and you can take them someplace. Not only NPCs, but players. Maybe I need to get somewhere. There's nobody in my org who's around that can pick me up and take me or I don't have a ship that's there or it's gonna take you know, a long time for me to get a ship to spawn. Mm -hmm. So, but I look over at the chart on the wall and it says DK's, you know, Sega, uh, I don't say Sega Genesis, <laughs> Genesis Starliner <laughs> is leaving in five minutes for Terra. And yep. I might say, yep. hey, I'll get on his ship and he'll get me there. And he gains reputation and I get and I get where I need to go. So we're going to spend a whole time on that. But let's let's go to, I'm going to go to Jade and I'll go to DK about the Genesis Starliner. What do you, what do you think about this one as far as touring and transport? Um, yeah, it's amazing. When I, when I saw that they were putting, um, passenger transport on the roadmap, I actually pulled the plug and, and went and had it and got this. Mm -hmm. uh, it was that plus the, the lore about Cousin Crows. 
Mm. And the fact that they made their name converting a Genesis Starliner into a party boat. Mm -hmm. And I, th I thought, okay, so then, you know, there, there's, there's a possibility w with this ship that, um, you know, we'll have some additional customization options. Plus I like the whole idea, like DK, you know, transporting passengers from one big point of interest to another. I, I think that's kind of cool gameplay. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's definitely, uh, one of those older Thanks ships, I'm going to be really happy when I see a lot of those yeah. older ships. Like, you know, we saw the Carrick and the 890 being realized in mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. And now that they're going to be working on this, I'm very happy. Mm. Well, thank you for wow. the subscription. Thank you, thank you for that sub. Thank you. Thanks for the subscription. Thank you, thank you from Whammer. Thank you. DK, your thoughts on the Genesis Starliner? Oh, I could go all day, which is why we need that show. <laughs> um, somebody in chat said this is the uh, a private jet. Actually, no, this is the 737 or the, you know, the A330 <laughs> of, the, uh, of the game. And this is my career ship. Mm. And, um, you know, the luxury is, you know, airlines use luxury in many different ways. Mm -hmm. And we'll probably touch a lot more on that um, in that episode. But, you know, in particular for transport, yeah, mm -hmm. first class, business class, economy class, you know, you know, economy plus all mm -hmm. those types of things is that what the ship is going to be uh, capable of. And uh, from my understanding, different modules have different features. So yeah, you could probably get one as a private jet mm -hmm. for yourself, but this is more commercial airlines service this is more commercial you know the the service where i can load on a bunch of cargo for somebody and take a bunch of passengers and head on over to odin or yeah. something like that you know and i'm going to you know and that's how i'm going to be making my money mm -hmm. um this is a workhorse and but it has luxury built in because you know it has to have some level of comfort to be uh to be able to sustain those kinds of long-term mm -hmm. uh you know flights yeah nihilus military transport too that's just like taking a 747 and outfitting it so that it can move troops from one country mm -hmm. to another mm -hmm. you know yeah. that's 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 what this ship is it's a passenger transport ship mm -hmm. um but you could do it in different classes mm -hmm. or you can have all one class yeah. it's all up to you you know but i'll have first class and a business class on my genesis don't worry <laughs> i have a few for you uh for my uh, closest uh, friends and associates they can grab a cabin all right <laughs> you don't have to sit in the back with all of the uh the cattle <laughs> yeah we dropped in chat i was saying real quick we dropped in chat a, a link there for you guys to check the q a out for the ship there's a lot of good stuff in there so check it out when you get time we're gonna say jade i was gonna ask ck what he thought about you know what we we see there with the concept art versus the current uh crusader aesthetic um would you prefer that it stays more true to this concept or that it changes no i like the new design i like the design of current crusader that they've put in with the uh with the msr and the and the hercules and yeah there's you know some functionality is missing and some things could possibly you know you know obviously be changed on each ship but the overall design language here i am quoting morphologists of the <laughs> ship is is you know pleases me because it has that upper quality uh, you know, uh, it's more comfortable version of say, uh, Drake is when it comes to cargo hauling, you know, mm -hmm. it's, 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 it has a design style as opposed to just being pieced together mm -hmm. and yeah. it feels like it's, um, like it's cohesive. And now that they've moved into the other ships, there is a design style. And I think that design style is going to fit the Starliner very well 
um, when it comes back out mm-hmm. or when we see that new concept. I'm looking forward to it. I really am because I, I, I know people love this design mm-hmm. of the current concept, but it is very different from what Crusader looks like now. Yeah. And I don't know if Crusader is going to go back to the old design. I you think know, they're going to want to update it. You know, I they... just hope that people are okay with the changes. I know. I hope so too. Mm-hmm. The community yeah. sometimes has a hard time with change. Yeah. They yeah. had in the, I really hope so. at the last um, convention, the IAE I, or whatever, they had a holograph of this ship and you could see that it had been tweaked a bit from mm-hmm. these concept drawings. Cause in the concept drawings, sometimes it looks a little thicker than other times, you know, multiple decks. We know it's a very large ship in the sense of mm-hmm. you know, the capacity of what it can carry as far as people. Uh, but they did do some tweaking and streamlining to it just a little bit. So I am curious to see, like you said, Jade, you know, how, how much will they reference the current design for Crusader? But at the same time, to be honest with you, there's really only that Hercules set of ships that we're really focusing on because the MSR is a completely different design. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. gives them some flexibility for this to kind of reflect it in a little bit, but also remain a bit distinctive in its design. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about whether the big turbo fans stay in there. I, I'm, I'm really curious yeah, to see yeah, that. Because yeah, I actually like yeah. it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's actually a pretty cool thing for like because of the VTOL aspects of it. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll mm-hmm. see. You know, we'll we'll see what happens, but it's a it's a beautiful ship, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. And we're looking forward to doing an episode on this ship. So when that comes up, I hope you guys will be able to be here for it. So let's talk about that. Um, okay, our time is run. We knew we were going to run a little long today, but we want to watch. Have you guys watch a video? Uh, for many of you who are in the community, you guys may have heard of Ray's Guide. Uh, it's done by Daniel Raymond. Uh, I, I love watching his videos. He's a very thoughtful uh, uh, community content creator. And he did, he's one of the few people who's actually put together a very short video about the possibility of what luxury could look like. Now he's not saying this is what CIG is gonna do, but I do think it's a great place to start. And and I think that he kind of brings together gameplay, reputation and all that stuff where this could be a very, you know, desirable career and maybe some things that maybe some people never thought about for doing in Star Citizen when it comes to ships like the ones we've been talking about today. So let's take a quick look at that video. We're gonna come back and talk about that, do a few more things. We're gonna do our giveaway in a little bit, and then we're gonna let you guys go for the night. So let's check out Daniel Raymond, Ray's Guy. We're gonna put the link in for it, and you guys can check this out. And please check out Ray's Guy. Really, really good stuff. Check it out. Hello, this is Daniel Raymond, the voice behind Ray's Guide. And Ray has a lot of in-game tutorials and tips videos planned, except they're all kind of waiting for the release of the NDA on 3.13, so I'm filling in with discussions on big picture issues about Star Citizen in general. Today I want to talk about luxury and reputation. In the recent Inside Star Citizen on reputation, there was one line that caught my attention, and that was how reputation could be affected by wearing the right clothes, having the nice looking clothes. And I realized that here was the seed of an answer to a question that has plagued every time CIG has tried to announce a luxury ship. And that is people scratch their heads and say, it's great, but what's the point? What's the point of having a luxury explorer versus a freelancer Durr or a Carrick? Uh, why have a luxury explorer ship instead of a much more capable non-luxury explorer ship? Why have a luxury capital ship versus a real capital ship with real capital that is much more, more capable? Why have the luxury version? 
And in this one little comment about wearing the right clothes was the potential answer that discovering something in a 600 would give you more reputation with the Gentleman's Explorer Society than discovering the same thing in a Carrick. And I realized the only problem with that is it was too simple an answer that buy this ship, get the reputation is a direct line, pay to win. Now, Star Citizen has a lot of things that are criticized as being pay to win, but they are always indirect pay to win. In other words, you can pay to get a prospector, but rocks are not going to suddenly mine themselves. You can pay to get a vanguard, but you still have to shoot down the enemies and get the bounties. You can pay to get yourself a retaliator and be a menace to capital ships, but the torpedoes will not fire themselves. In every case, there is between the thing you purchased and the result, some sort of gameplay activity that has to happen. And so there would have to be also be some sort of gameplay activity that sat between buying the luxury ship and getting the reputation boost. If it's a direct line pay to win, then it really is frustrating to players. So what is this middle thing and how do you achieve it? Let's call this middle thing celebrity. And so luxury through some sort of gameplay activity gets you celebrity and then celebrity gets you extra reputation with a range of groups. And that is a model that anyone that lives in the real world is quite familiar with. So what is this activity that turns luxury into celebrity? In the real world, basically it's showing off your luxury. It is appearing at the Met Gala. It is going to the exhibit opening. It is um, being on the guest list at Davros and so on and so forth. So there is this appearance in the right place at the right time to show off your luxury that results in celebrity. So anyhow, Thanks for this the also fits very well with the idea that we're dealing with a game that is entirely about moving us around the galaxy. So we could have this, let's call it celebrity gameplay, where being at the right place at, say, the right after party for the International Aerospace Expo or some other events that are happening at a particular timetable all around the universe. And then to get the celebrity, you have to be in the right place at the right time with your luxury ship, luxury clothes, luxury drinks, etc., etc. And so therefore you've got a fairly intense, but also relatively simple, but it's a gameplay that has to happen between the luxury and the reputation. And it also can work with another ship that has sat around and had people scratch their heads about what really is the point. And that ship is the Reliant Mako, the news van. And so you could have another form of celebrity gameplay where the idea is to take your Mako and to be in the right place at the right time, showing the, the people that have high celebrity. And then that gets you celebrity as a news reporter of events. And so we have here in this reputation system, a very powerful tool for a whole range of things, but we have to be sure 
too much of a direct line between pay and win, pay to win. This is Daniel Raymond speaking for Ray's Guide, and I'll see you in the verse. Okay, um, I love this whole thing that he did about making sure we there's a distinguishing so it doesn't become a pay to win kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Jade, what did you think when you saw it? I know you told me you got a chance to look at this. What did you think of how he came up with this idea of celebrity? Yeah, I think the idea of celebrity is a, a very good one for the exact reason he mentioned. Um, it puts a buffer between I bought and, you know, XYZ ship and now because of that, I'm automatically going to get all the goodies from you know, NPCs wanting to get on board and go somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, the way we have reputation in the game now is the very basic implementation of it, and it's going to be expanded out. And adding something like celebrity, I think, would be great because it's going to require people to be in the right place at the right time. It's the same thing if you go to, uh, you know, pursue a player bounty. You gotta, you gotta track them down, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it's a skill-based game, mm -hmm. and you know, this, these luxury careers, um, should also be somewhat skill-based. Okay. Yes. DK, you have any other ideas of things that, you know, this whole luxury career, any other things that people could do in game that would maybe gain them reputation or, cause he mentioned some ideas like showing up at a particular event, dressed in a certain type of clothes and a certain type of ship, what type of locations mm -hmm. are thing we can, and we, let's talk about that. Cause I'm going to, we're going to put up a thing here about locations because there are locations and Jay, when we come back, you can talk about this too, about places that you can go and do things that will maybe tie in to luxury. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, first, first of all, you know, uh, real quick, the, uh, you know, just because daddy bought you the, you know, a nice Mercedes doesn't mean you all of a sudden have instant rep, mm. you know, <laughs> you still got to make a name for yourself and you're living under daddy's name right now. So, uh, you know, it's, it, it's not definitely, you know, it's not a pay to win in that aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, different things you can do as far as say going locations and things like that say in terms of the 890, uh, that would be, you know, going off into some, you know, Island in the, you know, in the middle of the sea where there's some luxury resort that you're going to be at and all the celebrities are going to be there. So everybody's going to see your big boat mm -hmm. and, you know, and you get to show it off and there's going to be paparazzi and everything else like that. And so you, you build your name through that, you mm -hmm. know, um, you know, if it's uh, something in the case of, you know, uh, of 300 or something like that you know that's not that's not just you know that's not money that's you know that's your kind of your very nice grocery getter mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm, <laughs> a way mm -hmm. like that um but career wise um you know touring is is going to be a point to point uh location type of thing is basically taking a cruise mm -hmm. um and you go to these different locations and maybe you create a uh you know a path that you're going to go on and mm -hmm. you're going to be taking some people along for a tour literally touring yeah and depending on where you go it will depend on your reputation you know will up your reputation or lower your they took me to this horrible place that had absolutely nothing in it stank mm -hmm. you know <laughs> and or go to this beautiful beach by the ruins of you know of, of such and such and you know in this beautiful planetary <laughs> system um it all depends on where locations are you going to choose to take them to? Because if you take them to the wrong one, your rep goes down. You take them to a right one, it goes up, and you can go entrance to this location now. You know, mm -hmm. or you got you know all sorts of different things that you can do that uh, like that uh, yeah. based on the places that you go. Okay, 
I want to Jay before I go to talk about locations, I want to just have a funny little moment with CC Creator, uh, who says all these luxury ships ships has me wondering about shipjacking and chop shops, right? Somebody <laughs> who wants to come take that 890 that DK just talked about nope. and, and break on. I'll ask this creator, have you ever seen the armory on the 890? And have you ever seen how many guns are in the armory? Believe it or not, does anybody in chat know how many uh, guns are in the armory for 890? Let's see if 20. anybody knows the answer for that. I'm really like curious. I'm really curious. Q says 16. No. That's a lot of guns. 16. Holy smoke. 16. Boy, no. 16 rifles. No, no. Nobody knows, huh? Nobody's hitting it. 32. <laughs> 32 <laughs> rifle slots. There are four of them, eight in each one of them. There's 32 rifle slots. Remember, so, those ships are always crewed. They're crewed. You know? Exactly. Super yachts are always crewed. And they have security so always on them. be somebody on board. Absolutely. Yep. So go ahead and try. That's the, that's the question to that. Go ahead and try. Okay. But I know it's a valid question because they obviously they would be right for ransom. If somebody were to, you know, hijack your ship and say, Hey, you know, we hijacked it. You know, but you know, you pay us eight million or ten million, and we'll meet you here, and you can get it back. That could be great gameplay for some folks. Absolutely, I would actually probably see that more on a Starliner than I would on, say, like an eight ninety, unless you've got some high class, you know, terrorist or something like yeah. that. Well, that you know, it, you yachts, know, but you that, know, that but... the yachts on the sea, they're there. It happens true. all the time. It you does know? happen. It happens all the time. Jade, let's talk a little bit about this thing. We're seeing some pictures of locations here. We've got some shots from Terra from Goss, uh, from yeah. Seoul. Um, you know, I, what is this whole thing about, you know, Daniel referenced this thing about you being at the right place at the right time. How do you, what's some thoughts so, you have on that? Yeah, so like, you know, in Star Citizen lore, there there are places that are known as resorts mm -hmm. and places where there are, are races. For instance, um, if you've been in Arena Commander and done the uh, Murray, uh, you know, the New Horizons Raceway, mm -hmm. that's the home of the Murray Cup that takes right. place on a planet called Green in the mm -hmm. Ellis system. And it's known for having luxury towers and mega resorts. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's also um, Castle and Goss. Yes. And it, it's also, you know, known as being this very pristine world mm -hmm. with infamous nightclubs. You have to sit there. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. You got Tangaroa in mm -hmm. uh, the Helios system, um, which is like home to a bunch <laughs> of scientists, but it's also a place that has an undersea hotel right under construction. Mm -hmm. um you, you know there's campus also in the ellis system it's a high gravity world that has sea monsters mm -hmm. so there's going to be all kinds of places that people mm -hmm. and npcs are going to want to go right yep. i always remember yep. ben lesnick giving an example of that there will be some places that you can't even go there unless you roll up in style you, you've yeah. got to come in an 890 mm -hmm. or a 600 and even to be allowed to land there because they're considered these high-class society places, yep. right? Uh, and I'm sure there'll be some people who will bark about that or they'll bomb it, you know, whatever the case may be. But for gameplay, again, CIG will create things for these ships. They're not just there for aesthetics and beauty. It's great that they're beautiful ships and they're pretty and all that, but don't get us wrong. We do want to have these aspects of gameplay that connect not just with us, but being able to connect with other players as well in the game. Yep. And they could be, as he mentioned earlier, he talked about events. There could be some things that are scheduled, just like we have dynamic events now. We could have dynamic events that happen anytime throughout the game. Maybe there's an annual fashion event that happens and you show up, you know, with your fashionable whatever. Maybe if you come in a 400 or a 600 or 300, there's one scale. But if you come in an 890, 
it's a different scale. You know, there's all types of things that they could create, you know, that built this, that there's actual gameplay. And I'm looking forward to it because it just broadens this idea of what could be done in the verse. If you want to mm-hmm. go out and do FPS, that's great. But on those days where you want to chill with your friends and do something on a social level to, and that there's some dynamic of it. I know we had the little opera thing that was going on on the 890J when you guys cut the video with Zark Media. Y'all had a party that oh, was yeah. going on. Yeah, you it was, know? Yeah, yeah, it was you know. uh, speed, speed dating. Absolutely. Uh, speed dating Speed dating. Yeah, who knows, right? If that could happen mm-hmm. every Coromore every year that they actually have some type of meet people speed dating thing that happens mm-hmm. in game. There's, there's so <laughs> many things that could happen that, that yeah. you could take these ships and put them into some good use for us. You so. know, the first time I saw that opera scene, the mm-hmm. first thing I thought, Flostin Paradise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, awesome. Well, listen, we've got some questions. Let's let's hit the questions that we've got from some of the folks and the viewers, and then we're gonna do our Q, uh, or we're gonna do our Black History moment in the giveaway. Uh, one of the first questions we have comes from, oh, this is FC of all people. CIG likes burning origin ships when they show off Fire propagation. They need the to game. stop doing that. Griff, yeah, Griff <laughs> likes saying it's because origin ships take so long to burn. What if the truth is Misk, Aegis, and Anvil ships uh, d- don't burn as well? Well, we'll have to see. That's all we can say to that fast cart. All I'm saying is that, you know, they take the toughest ship out there and it takes a while for it to burn. Not like those Drake ships. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, let's see. Let's see. He just said it'd be crazy stuff uh, from Shimpasta. Do you think they will have luxury taxi missions? with the 400i you know they haven't designated Mm. yeah they haven't designated like you have to use a special ship for the taxi missions Uh, because as i mentioned earlier you could take something like jade said you could take an 85x right to pick somebody up and drop them off because right now that's like a perfect ship literally it is because anybody who you're picking up you could tell them right off the bat you have to be unarmed when i pick you up right that means that, and you know, when you're sitting down, you can't go into your inventory to put a gun on, right? So when you roll up on them, if there's a rifle on their back or a pistol on them, you don't have to pick them up. But if, you, if they're unarmed, they can get into your vehicle, you can take them where they have to go and they can get out. And you can take off before they arm themselves. Um, but, but I think taxi missions, don't get me wrong, there may be some taxi missions that are very specific. I would assume that there might be where it says what's required is you have to have a you know, it's five people. Well, that puts the 85X out of the box right off the bat. It puts mm-hmm. the 300I out the box automatically. So now I've got to be it. Maybe even a 400 may not be a good ship for it. It might end up having to be a 600, you know, in order to pick those people up. There may be another mm-hmm. where it's like a party of 15 people. Well, I, I came, yeah, I could take a 600 still. We never know. But they, but that detail hasn't come out yet in the game for us. No, but that's a very, very good question, Shimpasta. Yeah, okay. yep. Uh, let's see, I think it'll get, okay. Uh, Fastcard had another question. We've started on an oh lord, oh lord counter for this show. How high do you think it will get? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Is there one more question? I think that was it. I think it's just three questions. No, there's, oh boy, there's a bunch of questions here. Oh my God, I, I wasn't scrolling down. Um, this question's from GoMob. What is the best luxury ship and why is it the six, and why is it the 600i? Do you guys think that it's the 600 is the best one? Mm. I think it's 600i is very well rounded. Um, mm-hmm. I'd agree with GoMap. It's a 600i. You think it's 600i? Okay. Yeah, I'm still kind of you know like like I said, 600, 400 are bouncing. Mm-hmm. You know, as as far as you know, best luxury. There's an understated luxury with the 400, mm-hmm. and the 600 is a definition of luxury. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it's 
like I said, I, I'm looking forward to that redesign. Um, but I do, it's an accessible luxury ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is accessible. You know, absolutely. The, as, as far as uh, the, uh, the, uh, the design and all the stuff that's in the ship, the 890 has the most, obviously, as far as the most mm-hmm. amount of stuff. What I haven't done in a long time, Gomap, to answer that question with the 890 is going to battle with it to defend itself. Um, the 600 I have, and the 600 has that luxury and that balance of being able to defend itself well. The 890, I have, and it's been a long time, and back when it was, it was when it was real buggy. It's, it's a tanky ship, not easy to take down. Shields on it are really good. But I haven't been in there with a crew of people manning all weapons and trying to defend itself in a long, long time. So I, I right now I'd have to default to the 600 as well as far as uh, overall ship. Um, as, and this is from Fast Car. As a merchant man owner, will I risk becoming a, as snooty as the cast? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's blue collar working man stuff. You're not there yet. Um, Kavion, what is the chance we get a luxury private Genesis Starliner, do you think? For like oh, a yeah. celebrity or something? Mm-hmm. Um, It'll the... happen. I mean, mm-hmm. Boeing builds business jets out of 737s and even 777s, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all day. So, yeah, if you got the money to outfit a Starliner for your own purposes and you, that's what you want to do, yeah, I'm sure yeah. you absolutely could do that. They exist in lore. If yep. you read mm-hmm. the lore of Cousin Crows, that's, that's how they made their name. Yep. And also, the Starliner, one of the things that we mentioned in that link we sent you all is that it's configurable. You can change mm-hmm. the configurations of the ship to how you want. So like DK said, you could have a VIP first class, business class, you know, second class, third, or you can make it all VIP if you want. Yep. Now they've shown a lot of things that they were working on on that ship. And this was all, you know, white box and just coming up with ideas, but they had everything from sleeping areas on the ship where you could, you know, do these long rides where people have to literally have places to sleep, sleep pods. Then again, it could be where you're doing just short jumps across a system. If you, you'll mm-hmm. be able to configure the ship according to the type of missions that you want to take on. We got one last question here from Admiral Kusanagi. We have a bunch of luxury ships, vehicles, hover bikes. What luxury conveyance would you like to see that we haven't seen yet? Who's that from? Mad Style. Mad Style. Good to see hey, you, you, Mad Style. Style. Thank hey. you for that resub as always. And your good friend Whammer says, thank hey, you. Thanks for the subscription. Okay. <laughs> if there was one element of luxury that you guys would like to see brought into the game that we haven't heard anything about yet, I'll start with uh, Jade on this one. Jade, what, what would be something that you haven't seen yet you'd like to see them incorporate? Um, as far as a luxury vehicle? No, well, they said vehicle feature, whatever, just something that we haven't heard mm-hmm. about yet that let, lends itself toward luxury. I, I think it would be really cool to have a luxury Gravlev rover. Mm, mm, mm. Gravlev rover, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> mm. okay. Like, and it, it would be kind of like a, sort of like a Gravlev luxury camper okay. rover, right? So you could log out the bed. So you could you could mm. go some distance from your yeah. ship, you know, yeah. and, and you could log out the bed while you're doing a survey or whatever expedition. Okay. Something like that. Okay. Tattooed Beacon, yeah. thank you for that follow. Thanks for thank, the you, follow. thank you. Thank you. DK, what about you? What, uh, you know, I I didn't I could it's hard to think of a feature. I like the idea of the rover that maybe that will be the first one that actually has a bed in it. Okay. You know, like it, that would be really cool if they did something like that. Ursa, okay. but uh enclosed and with a bed. But um man, luxury features, that's just really hard to to pinpoint because they've already put in a lot of the, you know, your luxury stuff and 
you know, maybe hearing more about the different, you know, upgraded materials, you know, as far as armor and stuff like that. But okay. we've already heard a lot of that. So I really can't think of, That's fine. you know, unless it comes down to, you know, technology and computing suites and things like that, you know, more, uh, you know, a little more focused towards autonomous, uh, uh, autonomous, um, um, functions as opposed to, uh, you know, manhandled functions and okay. things like that. I, you know, something maybe closer to that, but okay. who knows? Sky's the limit right now. All right. Well, all how, about, how about you jump on board with me with this one? Because you and I have talked about this in the past. Hmm. I want I want the 890 to be able to land on water and the 600. Oh, yeah. Oh, they already I, confirmed. I, they I, can. I, yeah. I know. I know. I want the 600. Because yes. to me, the 600 should be able to go underwater the way it's designed. Yeah, it should. It should I would like love for a sucker to be like the flying sub was in Voice to the Bottom of the Sea, where it could go literally mm -hmm. underwater or a luxury submersible. Some mm -hmm. type of submersible that can go on water and go underneath. Because, you know, most yachts, they have their little private submarine. I would love to see something because they're introducing this whole thing of a water world. We've even seen a couple shows back where they were talking about getting the underwater thing together with the rocks underneath mm -hmm. and everything. So when we start getting uh, fauna underneath the water, you know, things that swim around down there and everything, sea creatures, whatever, as Jade mentioned, sea monsters. Um, I would yeah. love for us to have that. But I would love for them to make it set the six that the 890 could be on top of water and at the eight nine the 600 could go underwater that would be that see, would be it for me 600 i is getting better and better and better and better <laughs> see <laughs> that would that would make that would make my day if they went there with that we've got uh two more questions that popped up uh from gomob he says will the luxury careers pay for the cost of running those ships that's a very that's... very good question mm -hmm. i think mm -hmm. that again this is going to be one of the reasons why the ship is going to have to fit the role because you know, if it's just me running one VIP, that 85X, which is fuel economy and no problem, is the yep. great ship to do, even a 300. But for me to take out a 600 or, you know, even a larger ship like the 890, it's got to be a reason, right, to take out mm -hmm. that 890. Just to fire it up, the money's already going out the window just to turn that baby on, you know. So I think that they're going to have to make sure that there is some balance in them. But like I yep. mentioned earlier, I fund my ships with my main characters. That's That's my way of working around it because believe it or not, if I'm remembering correctly, if a 600 went down, in other words, it's been destroyed or left behind or whatever, it takes six hours to respawn. And even after you, what is it when we, we speed it up? When you, um, oh, when you expedite, expedite it, or, it uh, mm -hmm. I think expediting it is like 45,000 UEC. And then you still have to wait an hour. So yep. <laughs> you yeah. got to have yep. some deep pockets if you want to yep. expedite your ship and you still got to be willing to wait an hour. Yeah for you to get that ship out when it happens for ships like those or anything like that you know whether it's a large aircraft or a big ship every mm -hmm. time it moves it has to be making money mm -hmm. yep absolutely because otherwise you're gonna lose a ton of it just to move that big thing you know you never see aircraft fly you know uh completely empty for the you know for the, unless they absolutely you have, have to. to move that mm -hmm. aircraft and they're willing to pay the millions of dollars it's going to cost to make that thing move you know ships are always chartered for the most part they sit running all day every day they never shut those big ships down mm -hmm. so they have to be doing something so they get chartered for the most part you know mm -hmm. Um, unless you're Bezos, yeah, and then you can do whatever the hell. <laughs> <laughs> you take down a bridge just to move my ship there from one go. place to another. <laughs> yep, I yep. don't care about your historical mm. bridge. <laughs> yep. Cavion has one. We had last question. Cavion, should the Origin yachts be able to? Here we go. Turn into boats. 
that ride across the water. And yep, we just talked about that. We would love to see that. Or even if it's not those, we would love to see some other ones that could do something like that. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little contrarian here. Okay. I I'm okay with the the 890 and 600 mm -hmm. being able to uh, have buoyancy and float on the water. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I'm okay with a 600 becoming a submarine. <laughs> I, I, I do think Origin could make some really cool submersible vehicles. They could. Yeah. 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 And, and, and that's, that's cool. Even if they came up with something that was specific to that, I just liked it because, again, it, that it's design, unlike the, six, unlike the 890, which, you know, you, obviously you can't see that going underwater. But because of the way it's designed, I just saw that, man, it would be really cool because I remember as a kid yeah. watching voyage to the bottom of the sea and they had the flying sub and it went and it could also go underwater and i just mm -hmm. kind of saw it as because of the way the engines are designed i said man that would be really cool if it could actually just go underwater and cruise but i agree that's a lot that's taking on a lot for that ship it's got that glass yep. bottom in it too jade so you know it really is a glass bottom <laughs> i think i think uh, admiral uh, put me onto an old series called sequest sequest yes oh, yes, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah i could totally see yeah. like some sequest type mm -hmm. vehicles made by yep. origin absolutely yeah we got yeah. one more question from Ops Chief. He says, will there be a competitor to the Origin luxury shipbuilder? That's a very good question because right now RSI has the Phoenix and uh, that's really about it. Kruger could, is interesting because Kruger has been that sleeper design, you know, uh, what do you call it? Manufacturer, right? They've just got the P-52 and P-72. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if they went that way because Kruger kind of gives you this idea of like, yeah, they're like BMW a little bit, Volvo BMW, you know, could they rise up and maybe put out something that, cause right now there are no real strong competitors in that area. Consolidated uh, Outland supposed to be yeah. Tesla. So why yeah, not? Yeah. Yeah. CEO, if they decided to maybe put out something as a competitor. Yeah. Especially I now think... they're doing the GravLab stuff a little bit more. Mm -hmm. They're expanding into that. Who knows? Right. I think everybody's right when they say Crusader. Crusader is mm -hmm. like the, they can build, they're like Mercedes. Mm -hmm. We can build trucks for cargo uh -huh. and we can haul it, you know, and build, you know, uh, delivery vans and everything else. But we can also build luxury cars. And I think we'll start to go that route when we see um, the Starliner. Like I said, the Starliner is going to set a stage yeah. for the ability of crusaders to do luxury and i think they're probably the going to be the closest competitor once they get to that level we'll see we'll yeah. wait and see I, you know i i rsi maybe but like i said rsi is like jeep yeah <laughs> <You know>? we <laughs> can yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't see rsi putting out because every rsi has like one version of different you know mm -hmm. careers but whether there'll be another manufacturer that rises up, you know, that that's that like their focus, yeah. I, you know, we'd have to see. Who is that now? Matt Style. Oh, Matt Style. Whoa, Matt Thank Style. So oh much my for those God. Subscriptions. 20 subs. Oh, Matt Style. Thank you, thank you so much. Look at that. He almost hit us at our mark. Wow. We're yeah. going to hit our mark for the month. We're at 46. We went from 26 to 46 subs for the month. Thank you, Matt Style, for making thank us you get very so close much. to our goal for this month. That's amazing. You all yes. make sure y'all say thank you to Matt Style for that. That is incredible. Um, one last question here, um, and this is from who I just saw that one question. It didn't disappear. It disappeared. Yeah, it was here and it went away. Okay, um, let's go ahead and get into our B, uh, Black History Month moment, and then we're going to do our giveaway. And I'm going to tell you guys we're doing uh, this week. We covered it on Thursday. We're going to be highlighting uh, Dr. May Jemison. Uh, many of you all may remember her. She was the first African-American female 
to go up into space. And she was also uh, featured on an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. So we're going to set this up. Give me one second here, because the old man is, as you all know, multitasking <laughs> here. But we are going to set ourselves up for a giveaway. And for this giveaway, we want you all to be able to type in exclamation point May, exclamation point May. If you're a subscriber, I always never tell our subscribers this. If you're a subscriber, you get twice double the chances of winning. Um, So type in exclamation point May right now if you're interested in getting what we call a soul pack, which is this items right here. You get a soul citizen shirt, a soul citizen's mug, and a soul citizen's mouse pack all three of them you will get them all shipped to you in fact cc creator was nice enough thank you cc creator sent a message today saying griff i got the package everything is great and that mug i love it it's not some kitty mug like that one cig gave out it's a full-size <laughs> mug that i can drink out of so it's not an eight ounce mug it's like a 12 or 15 ounce mug so it's a really really cool stuff so you guys do exclamation point may m-a-e in the M-A-E, chat. M-A-E, yes, and, double check your spell. Yep, check, mm-hmm. double check your spell in M-A-E, don't spell M-A-Y, M-A-E. And uh, we're going to go ahead and watch this real quick short video about Dr. Mae Jemison, and then we're gonna come back and do the giveaway, and we'll see who our winner is. So check it out, here we go. Dr. Mae C. Jemison always believed in following her dreams. In fact, she followed her dreams right into space. Two, one, booster ignition and liftoff of the space shuttle. Born October 17, 1956 in Decatur, Alabama, but calling Chicago, Illinois her home. She always wanted to be a scientist. She believed it was her destiny to one day blast off into outer space. The young May also had a strong talent for dance, studying it from age nine. At age 16, she attended Stanford University on a scholarship studying chemical engineering and African and Afro-American studies. While in her senior year of college, she was deciding between two careers, either a doctor or a professional dancer. She decided to continue on in the medical field. She applied to and was accepted by Cornell University Medical School. Dr. Jemison worked as a general practitioner in Los Angeles, California, before joining the Peace Corps in West Africa. She has also practiced medicine in a Cambodian refugee camp. In June 1987, Dr. Jemison was selected for NASA's astronaut program. Her love of dance followed her into space. She took a poster of the Alvin Ailey American Dance Company along with her on the flight. With a successful launch of the Space Shuttle Endeavor on September 12, 1992, Dr. May C. Jemison became the first black female to travel into orbit. The first thing she saw from space was her hometown of Chicago. Her young dream had come true, and she even danced in space. In March 1993, Dr. Jemison left NASA. She then founded the Jemison Group, which focuses on improving healthcare in Africa. Dr. Jemison has also had a television career. She's the only real astronaut to ever appear on a Star Trek series. She was the host and technical consultant for the series Worlds of Wonder. Dr. Jemison didn't let a lack of role models discourage her. She had big dreams and made them happen. She has been a doctor, a dancer, an astronaut and a chemical engineer. But most of all, she has been an inspiration.
only a lieutenant, but transporter officer Palmer has more space flight time than the entire crew of the Enterprise put together. In real life, Lieutenant Palmer is Dr. Mae Jemison, a mission specialist who spent eight days in orbit aboard the space shuttle Endeavour. Dr. Jemison was inspired to become an astronaut after seeing Lieutenant Uhura aboard the original Enterprise when she was a child and asked to be part of the Star Trek universe. It's part of the imagination and all of science, all of space exploration, everything we do in the world is about imagination and using your creativity to expand beyond your normal boundaries. Being on Star Trek was really cool because the first thing is you don't really understand that the sets are very substantial. I got to hang out with Worf, I got to meet uh, Riker and all these kinds of things. It was a very cool experience because in many ways it was coming full circle. As a little girl I watched Star Trek, I knew that looking at Nichelle Nichols as Lieutenant Uhura, someone was connecting my idea of space and now I got to come back around and help to verify that yes this happens. Phase distortion is dropping. The next transport window opens in 42 seconds. How long will we have Lieutenant? 36 minutes sir. May Jimson was really thrilling for me because um, May and Whoopi and, and I are all fans of the show and have had the conversation uh, among ourselves that Star Trek was hugely important to us as kids when we were growing up. I read a lot of science fiction books as a child. Um, science fiction was pretty much my body of literature of choice and it was it was rare not not uh, not it was not very often that I encountered heroes in the pages of those novels who looked like me. So in May's case, May Carol Jemison, first African-American woman in space, flew a shuttle mission, became first a scientist and then an astronaut because she watched Star Trek. And one of the messages that she received was that this is a job that's possible for you too, little girl. And so to, to be able to bring May on, on Star Trek, in an episode that I directed and just have her be a transporter chief, but even more than that, to have Nichelle come by that day and to have the two meet was huge, huge. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Absolutely beautiful. I just like that, Jay. Did you dig that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's she's <laughs> like one of my like major inspirations. Uh, yeah. Good and, stuff. You know, I think she might be the the only shuttle astronaut that has a song written about her. So. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. yeah, very cool. Very awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually remember. Whoa! Somebody just gave us something through um, our Patreon. I'm not sure who that was. Thank was you very Romulus much. Subscribe. Oh, Romulus, subscribe to us. Thank you for the Prime subscription. Thank you. Thank you. And Commander Magalore, thank you for the follow. We appreciate that. We appreciate both of you. I have to give them like both thanks a, for the a follow and a, and a and a. Hey, thanks for the subscription. <laughs> and a subscription. Okay, thank you guys for that. <laughs> we are getting ready to do our giveaway. Uh, as you see on the screen there, we're going to give away a Soul Citizens T-shirt, Soul Citizens mouse pad, and a Soul Citizens mug to one lucky winner. <laughs> and uh, I think we're ready. I think, oh yeah, we got a lot of people in here on this one. Uh, let's go ahead and do it, right? Jade, why don't you count down from, give me a five, four, three, two, one, and we'll hit it. 
All right, T minus five, four, three, two, one, go for launch. Boom. Whoa, citizen shenanigans. Oh my goodness. Hey. Look who got it today. Citizen Congrats. shenanigans. Congratulations. Are you there? I know he's out there. Somewhere. They says, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are the winner today of our Congrats. soul pack. You get the soul pack this week. We've been giving these away every Thursday and Sunday through Black History Month. We'll be doing one this Thursday. And then, of course, next Sunday will be our last one that we'll be doing. And we've had some great winners so far. And congratulations to you for that. Make sure that you uh, either hit us with a DM with your, you have to send me your uh, shirt size, please. Don't forget your shirt size. And I need your mailing address. Or you can email us at soulcitizens at gmail.com. Soulcitizens at gmail.com again don't forget the shirt size and uh, where you want this mail to and we will get it out to you as soon as possible we actually we send it out the same day and some cc creator already got his so they'll they'll be coming to you real quick um i think that's about it we have one other thing that i want to talk about now my 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 co-hosts don't know anything about this i told them that they're going to laugh when i tell them <laughs> about it so they've been bracing themselves for this um, some of you, you know, we've had people talk about, you know, all oh, the soul citizens, do you guys have an org and blah, blah, blah. No, we don't have an org. We're just a great bunch of people who like to hang out. We've got great people in our group, plenty of people in our discord who love to hang out, drop in when they see us, they talk with us and everything else. But, um, I do have a club and I want to talk about that club for a minute here. Let me see if I can turn this off. Let's see that merchandise piece. Let's turn that off. There is a club that I have, and I'm going to, the only time you'll ever hear me plug this is on this show because of the topic. <laughs> I have a club that's actually called Snobs, okay? It is called Snobs, and it is strictly a role-playing club for people who honestly want to role-play being a snob in Star Citizen. Yes, oh I know God. Matt Style, don't shake your head. Okay, so if you want to be able to put on that top hat and that monocle, and and and, and I'm, I'm just serious if you if you if you want to join us it stops by the way is an acronym for spacecraft not owned by scum okay that's what it stands for so if you want to become a member you can go to the rsi website this, it's been around for a while this club has been around for a while you can go to the rsi website um admiral kusanagi is going to put the link in chat for you if you own but there are some requirements i'm telling you now you got to own a luxury ship matter of fact you have to own two luxury ships to be in it in order to be a snob. So if you want to become a part of snob, we're going to be this year kicking off some events that we want to be able to do as snobs um, to bring a little bit of angst to the universe, the Star Citizen universe. And so <laughs> if you'd like to learn more about it, we're going to put the link in. There it is, the fast cart. Just put the link Perfect. in. Feel free to check it out. Have a good laugh when you go to the page because trust me, there's plenty of humor there. And uh, you can become a member of snobs if you would like to. So. Q, you think pigtails might want to join? That's awesome. Now, mind you, this is not an org. It's a club. So I want you to understand that. It's not like, it's kind of like in the 890 Jump is a club. So you can stay in your org. You don't have to change anything like that. But if you want to be able to participate in this, it's a role-playing group. So, you know, it's not just a matter of having leadership, but you got to be willing to be a snob. Then you can be a part of this wonderful uh, Star Citizen Club. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Nice. Jade is quiet. Jade's like laying on the floor. Like I can't believe he actually has this thing going I, on in the end. I mean, you know, you raised the bar. You made I, it I raise the bar. I raised the oh, bar. Oh my goodness! I'm glad. I'm glad to know that I have raised the bar. That is that's a good thing. Okay. Okay. That's beautiful. Well, listen. Next week we have this show went really long today, but. 
Uh, we had a great time today. Um, let's see. On uh, I tell you what, DK, could you talk about Thursday? And Jay, can you talk about next week? And then I'm going to get ready to do our raid. So just yes. plug those for me. Thursday is our Soul Talk that starts at 10 Eastern or 9 nine central or wherever you're located i should get the utc times next time and um we have discussions usually about isc that starts our discussions roadmap uh conversations uh we go over sprint reports and things like that sometimes we watch machinima and overall we just have a fun night and you can call in uh through our discord and hang out with us and it's a uh, it's a community show and we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun, and uh, usually get some some angst after the show. We just have <laughs> shenanigans, <laughs> but uh, good time on Thursday. So come join us uh, ten Eastern on Thursday evening. Soul talk, and on Sunday, next Sunday, as you can see, will be the first edition of the shipyard, where each uh, manufacturer is spotlighted and highlighted and talked about and the first will be anvil aerospace so all of you anvil uh fans out there this one is going to be for you this is actually second because you the were down on the first yeah. one yeah you oh, missed ages sorry. It's okay no you missed ages yeah you missed ages yeah no the, but right. we're still in a don't worry we're you're good <laughs> so yeah you're right anvil uh next week and that's going to be exciting and we have a guest on by the way uh buster the destroyer is going to be with us so Excellent. yeah, you guys get to come nice. hang out with us. Yay, mm -hmm. come hang out with Buster. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Okay, well, I wanna say that's about it. I wanna thank uh, my co-hosts today, both DK and Jay. They did a great job today covering all this stuff about luxury and touring and transport. We are gonna do that show on, this, on the Genesis Starliner in the future, so you guys be ready for that. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, hopefully we'll see you guys on Thursday, if not next Sunday when we do the Anvil show. And uh, check out our merchandise when you get time. You can check it out. We got a whole lot of stuff on there, a lot of new items on there for the show. Once again, congratulations uh, to Citizen Shenanigans for being our winner tonight. And uh, you guys take care of yourselves, stay safe. And as always, we tell you peace, love, and soul. See you guys real soon. Take care. Bye, everyone. Take care.